Magos, we are receiving a transmission. It appears to contain vital intelligence from the Warfront. From whom is this transmission? The Loyalists or the forces of the Warmaster? Ascertain this, Adept. It is a vocal transmission. It appears to be three remembrances. I cannot tell you to whom they are loyal. Where is it coming from? It is from the Galactic Northeast, from the edge of the Empire. Hello and welcome to episode zero of year four of Edge of Empire podcast. I am joined as always by my esteemed colleagues, Mr. Christopher Mills. Hello. And the ever reliable Mr. Michael Bottrell. Me? Reliable? Absolutely. And and who are you just out of interest? And I am just out of interest. Uh, no, I am Graham Mills uh, of... No fixed abode. Actually, it's not true. It's not fixed abode. Um, but anyway, let me so, kick you out. No, no, God, no. Um, anyway, <laughs> you, you say that with such confidence. Well, uh, you never know. It's always it's a, it's a tightrope that I walk. You know, you know, the amount of time I spend doing heresy is a balancing like act. A, like a you French know. gymnast, you work. Pretty you walk much. out wonderfully. So I do. Fine. I do have to you know balance many things. So um, anyway, episode zero because this isn't really a full. Uh, full bifter of an episode, as they say. Uh, this is a, a little sort of summary of everything. Who says full bifter? You do if you're from the northeast. Yeah, okay, Michael, have you heard that f- f- expression? More of a county Durham, but yeah. Okay, there you go. That is the northeast. So yes, I okay. yeah, that's all right. Fair enough. New one. Actually, it's a bit of a bizarre thing when you come up here and you start to uh, incorporate certain words into your lexicon. Uh, you do end up standing yeah. a bit like... I, I doubt the word lexicon gets used very much. <laughs> uh, you do end up sounding a bit like Julio Jordio from The Fast Show. Oh, yes, yes, very very much so. I mean, uh, I, I am originally from around here. Not that my accent um, gives away. I spent... Doesn't. I spent um, 10 years living in London and Suffolk. Uh, I did wonder, actually. So you are actually born up here and then you yeah, emigrated. I'm, oh, yeah, okay. I'm, uh, I'm from Benwell. Okay, fair enough. Which is for anyone who knows the northeast, not the nicest area. No, it's not. Well, there uh, you go. <laughs> and um, my dad got a job on the London Underground Ooh. in the eighties, and um, we went down and lived there for a while in London, uh, Golders Green, Charles Hill, mm-hmm. and then um, we lived, and then he went into doing lorry driving. So we moved to Suffolk near Felixstowe. Very so, good. Well, there you go. Origin story night. With yeah. my, there we go. Didn't I didn't know that anyway? I knew I, I, I knew obviously that you'd spent some time in Suffolk because we have uh spoken about it in the past. Yeah. Anyway, let I us not this, bore any more of our listening, rapidly diminishing listener base. So, what, what uh, so, are we doing tonight? So, tonight we are going to have a little review of everything that's occurred in the last 12 months in the world of heresy and sort of pick out and talk through some of our highlights. Um, we're going to start off first of all with uh, our pledges and plans as they were fresh-faced and eager in the beginning of 2019 and see how far we've got. And we'll also be putting together our own pledges and plans for the coming 12 months. And then we're going to do a month-by-month, very quick, uh, look back at all the things that happened and pick out, like I say, some of the highlights of some of the exciting things that happened and, uh, you know, some of the controversy, some of the ups and some of the downs. So without further ado, let us get on with it.
So in 2019, who wants to talk through, who wants to go first uh, on the walk of shame and see who what we sent out to do was actually accomplished? So I, I'm on top of the list because we, we do these things alphabetically. So I, I'll throw myself on the block first. Mm-hmm. So I said this time last year, only 3,000 points of Mechanicum and possibly a demon list once the Black Book came out. Mm. Well, I did 1,500 points of Mechanicum. Yes. And I did currently 4,000 points of Blood Angels. Completely. It's amazing how the best laid plans. <sighs> yeah. But yes, you did 1,500 points. Uh, which I which you used for um, Throw the Skulls. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah. I just couldn't get into them, could you? Just I, I just, they just didn't tick, they didn't tick on my fancy. They didn't, you know, tick the boxes I thought they were going to tick. Mm. Um, but they're always there. They're always useful at some point. Totally. The, the demons are still rattling around as a, a possible for the future, but I'm not, and you, have, you know. You have used them in anger. Yeah, I have the used demons. demons in, in, yeah, absolutely. So that's not too bad. But I think, but I'm not upset that I haven't done either of those things. Because the, you've been, the blood angels have yeah. have filled that void within me. Gotcha. Of of ticking the box that I've scratching the itch that I had. Yes, you have uh, been spending heavily on them. Yes. So, uh, you know they are obviously they have definitely um, piqued your interest. They, ha- they have. Yeah, I've been. I really enjoyed them. I've enjoyed doing Astartes again. You know, working out the color scheme and stuff. It's, it's been beautiful. Yeah, color. it's been good fun. Mm. Yeah, it's been all right. You know, yeah, I'm lucky. You, you, that... your, your pigeon blood is a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I catch enough of it from the, uh, the the local aviary. Yes, so it's fine. Um, but I'm, <laughs> I, you know, I'm lucky that I've got Adam to paint a sort of a sanguineous for me, which has been quite cool. So, and it looks awesome. It looks pretty cool, and I think that's, you know, it's been. But yeah, I'm I'm happy with the with the choices that I've made. Totally. Um, so you you've got sort of one and a half armies out of the door in the whole year. Which yeah, is yeah, no pretty much. Thing. Which is no exactly. You know, um, it wouldn't take a lot to get the Mechanicum to a to a usable um sort of contingent yeah. either, but yeah, they, they they've gone right to the back of the back of the cupboard. Are they gonna go yeah. to the loft? I mean that's the ultimate <laughs> insult. Well once things go I mean very <laughs> few things go to the loft. As I found out the other day when uh Dave asked me anyone any old grins? I was like, I think I have somewhere. Sort of rummaging around and found a load of other stuff that I'd forgotten I had. Yeah, very like the good. The hoarder that I am, you know, there's a Valkyrie yes. in a box that I'd completely forgotten I owned. It's like, Jesus Christ. Goodness. goodness. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous, Bad. ridiculous, isn't it? So, yeah, I'm, the, the robots will sort of go to the back and the, the, the Blood Angels will be there gotcha. for the new thing. But yeah, it's been, it's been good fun, actually. Good stuff. Um, yeah. what, about, what about yourself, Michael? So, your, um, what was your pledge? My pledge, what I wanted to do uh, mm-hmm. was get some demons ready for the release of Malevolence. Uh-huh. Um, get uh, and to use as allies from my word bearers, basically. Yes. Uh, I wanted to paint the custodies and debut them at Blood and Glory in 2019. Yes. Uh, and I wanted to build and paint my Warhound Titan. I cannot see any of those actually being achieved. I mean, many <laughs> other things were achieved. Demons. I got an allied force of demons. Okay, you did. Fair enough. I've got an allied force of demons. That is it. I've got 1,000 points of custodies done. You did, and I've seen it, and it looks very nice too. Yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously, 1,000 points is eight models, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the thing with the Warhound was literally um, not long after I bought it, the landlord phoned up and he was sort of like, well, I'm probably going to be selling the house at a point very soon. 
um, and the time scale, you know, was never fully settled on. Although we've got we've got a contract to keep us here until uh, May, but obviously he could potentially have paid us to leave, um, mm. which you know has happened in the past for people. Um, but um, we just don't know if we're going to be staying here because there's a possibility that you know he'll be selling the house to himself. Okay, fair which enough. sounds weird. Basically, he's going to sell the house to a company that he owns, right. potentially, because um, he currently owns like a. 80 houses or something, I think he said. So you haven't put together because, yeah, because you're not sure if you're going to, you don't want to start this job and then halfway through have to move house, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So if we're we're staying in here past Easter, uh, well, May, I should say, really, um, then I'm done, then I want to get the the, the Warhound built at Mm -hmm. least um, this year. So I won't be touching it until at least Easter. And then I want to get the Warhound built, maybe painted. Gotcha. I, I'm still intimidated by the by by possibly painting it. You know, it's 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 an intimidating piece of. It's a, it is a big thing, and it is like I say, he does have paint fear written all over it. I found it very difficult to put together, actually. To be honest, and I wish I'd spent more time on the legs, which I've got wrong. But um, I didn't find it too bad to paint, to be honest with you, because they're big areas, and so there's you know there's quite a lot of. It's hard to get them wrong if you see what I mean, Michael. There is not yeah. a lot of really fiddly bits on it. Unless you really want to go to town and paint, be crazy and like paint interiors and stuff, which I never do. So, um, but yeah, I'm it's thinking it, of painting the interior. I mean, it's, it's you, not don't, you, don't, be, you don't have to do it straight away. That's the thing. No, no, but it's not going to be like a, uh, uh, it's not going to be a golden demon level paint job because that's not what I'm capable of. But I'm going to try my best with it. Um, it's a case of the building is intimidating because I've it. heard I've heard lots of nightmares about the feet. The feet are a nightmare. But the, <laughs> absolute nightmare. And like I said, I put the legs on and thought they'd be okay, and they it would just fall over if we didn't have the base. So but um my my pla- yeah, but yours looks like it's kind of lurching forward. Yeah. yeah. Rather suspiciously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like it's just dropped just leapt out of a bush or something. <laughs> yeah. Um plan I have I have is for it to stand is to look kind of static so that it's a um it doesn't need a base. Mm. Um and have it f- sort of posed to be firing. Yeah, and we do. So, because as much as I love the look of running, running Warhammer, yeah, I wouldn't have it running amazing. No. Um and stuff. I just don't think I want to take the risk of screwing that up. Yeah, um, if I knew I, knew what I knew now, I'd probably have the leg sort of out front maybe sort of wrapped around something to give it some stability on a base um and then the other leg sort of slightly hunched down so it's almost like um crouching down a little way and then it would give you like a dynamic look of you firing your guns that would be the ideal for me but again it's 400 500 pounds worth of model that i'm not going to repose and not going to buy another one so we have to do yeah and the the other thing that's kind of intimidating me on that one is i want to magnetize the weapons yeah, that is a. I don't know. I mean, magnets are probably not easy to find. Can come by for that, but there'd be a big old set of magnets, probably similar to the ones you had to use for your um, Orion, Chris. Oh, the big old one, two kilo ones that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've Just seen some. I've seen some suggestions. All right. Cool. Uh, which, I think I, think anyway. I can still have some of those magnets actually, Michael, but I'm not sure I can send them. I don't know how I'd send them in the post actually. Yeah. Well, I'll figure out. I'll, I have to buy some magnets at some point because I need hmm. to. 
buy some for my uh, javelin, so I'll probably be buying some then. But okay. uh, I, I've also seen a mad idea on magnetizing the head, but I don't know if I'd do that. Okay, right then. Well, anyway, we're kind of straying into future stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I, I've gone ahead and. It's all right. Yeah. Anyway. So that was your pledge, and so what you actually did will come on. To, I suppose would be the next question. So, it, you didn't do. You got, you got most of it done, I suppose. Thousand points, but not for Custody's army. So, what else did you do this year? Um, in, just for in terms of armies, for I mean, obviously you were the machine that paints scenery. Um, but did it you get anything? Paints else? everything. It paints yeah. everything that ran. Uh, I got a few little bits and bobs here yeah. done for okay. the Death Guard. A few little bits and bobs done for oh, yeah. uh, Ultramarines. I don't think I added anything to the word bearers. So. So before we start recording, we, we 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 I got you to mention a number. What was that number? Oh, do I have to? Eight, mm. Was it eight hundred and sixty-six models I painted this year? <sighs> that's that's, that's not heresy alone. That that's across. Oh no, that's everything I play. But that's still a you know that's a, that's an impressive number by anyone's account. Surely so three a day must be. Uh, you know, it's, 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 well, I'm assuming you did it every day. 2.37 uh, models. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. So that is a lot of models per day. I mean, obviously, you know, the, lots of them were big armies and, you know, demons and Death Corps and Krieg. So, but I mean, they, they're all pretty difficult models to paint, actually. So um, did you find the contrast paints out? But actually hold that thought. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So what about yourself, Graham? What are the, uh, what are the dreams and ambitions dreams? of Graham Mills, Esquire? So I stood out on the on the cusp of a new year. What was I thinking yeah. of? So uh, I wanted to do the Colts Militia, uh, specifically to do this uh, Cavus Major Irregulars idea, which is a force uh, cobbled together uh, in the sort of battle forged on Cavus Major, which was the planet we set 2018's um, yeah. Company of Legends on. So it was an idea of sort of like a mashup of militia and solar auxiliary, uh, which is how it started out with. So essentially, it started out with. Uh, so I got thirty odd grenadiers done for my militia and a number of HQ choices, and uh, and then and I got one squad of uh, solar auxiliary um, veterans. What kind of what they're called now? Terrible. Not the last rifle sections, but the uh, other ones. Oh, the veterans. No. no. No, I'll find them. Yeah. Anyway, so I got a squad of those done, and I had a load of Lehman Russes from uh, 40k army, um, with which, which basically involved me chiseling off the side sponsons on some of them, um, which worked actually surprisingly well. So uh, I put all that together um, and got that going. I used some heads from Anvil Industries to make them not look like Hadians, which was a, a bit of advice that Rob Ng gave me, which was very good. Uh, so they had these really cool kind of um, First World War uh, I think I can't remember the particular type of helmet it's called, but um, if you, you know, oh, sort, of, sort of Tommy helmets yeah. um, with some gas masks, giving them that first world war look. So they were really cool. So I played them for a bit, but I actually started to find that weirdly enough, the Colts and Militia, um, they're a weird army insofar as they can, can be quite powerful quite quickly. Whereas the solar auxiliary aren't very powerful, but they have a lot of interesting rules. So I started to actually move more towards solar auxiliary. Uh, and as I painted up a ton of solar auxiliary stuff, including um, Storm Hammer, Super Heavy, um, Lehman Russes, uh, Ogrins, um, some more uh, Storm Sections, um, 
some HQ sections. Um, I did some conversion work on so I had some laser destroyer rapier arrays, which I don't make anymore. So I used Death Corps Krieg artillerymen and stuck them on the laser destroyers. The unit Oops. you're looking for, by the way, is the Velotaris. That's what it is, yeah. So lots of work on them. So I think I've got a fair few points of those now as well, which is typical. It seems to have spiraled out of control. I didn't get lucky actually halfway through the year. Um, uh, somebody was selling some uh, quite a lot for not a lot of money. So um, I managed to capitalise on that, which was great. So, yeah, um, so I've got a full 3K plus of them, probably 4K, um, probably even more than that now. Uh, and I also then, so we also had this challenge last year, Secret Horus, and I got um, from Richie, I got uh, Zaphius Zer, who's a Salamander's character in book six. And so that started me on a journey to get him painted, which I did. And then I thought, well, I better put a squad of Salamanders together so I can take him in an army. And then that army also spiraled out into flipping craziness. Uh, so again, I probably, I've painted about three or four K of them as well. So over the course of the year, I've gone from two armies to five armies, I think. So Colts and Militia, Solar Auxiliary, and now the Salamanders are finished pretty much this week. So yes, uh-huh. great times, but yeah. not, I kind of got what I wanted to do, which was good. Um, actually managed to meet my pledges by the look of things and exceed them. Goodness me. Good That's what happens when you set your, set your sights low. <laughs> so what about next year then so chris what's your plan see i don't i don't really know this is the thing um as i've put on on our notes here i'm at a crossroads mm-hmm. i cannot decide what if i'm going to do what i'm going to do not if i'm going to do something next but what i'm going to do next mm. because i said i'm not going to go back to the robots no nope. i've got two Astartes armies that I'm quite happy with. Mm-hmm. The Blood Angels tick a, the same itch that the Night Lords would have ticked. Agreed. Golden you Boys sh- will always be my favourites. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, what do you do? You, know, do I, you still haven't got a traitor army, though, have you? No, I haven't that, got a traitor army. Likely to happen? I don't know. No, I can see. Do you think if it was going to happen, it would have been the Night Lords. True enough. They're the ones that sort of tick that ticked a bot you know ticked that box for me but i mean this vaguely sort of at a real stretch sort of thousand suns just to have the fun of the psychic phase yeah but, but in terms of playing them it doesn't they don't really appeal to me because i no. think it's a lot of work to be honest with yeah. you getting and but then you have the same problem if you got an azich demon army as well so maybe a corn demon army would be yeah or just or actually do chaos demons properly you know to really mix it up between them gotcha but gotcha. yeah that's that's really anything on traitors or possibly f- sort of finish off the the terror defenders and start a white scars list just to have all the yeah um terran defending armies in my collection um, but uh, yeah I, I mean, I you, yeah it's i mean that's not a bad choice i mean the problem is you're painting white then and the I mean, it's not too. I mean, there are many ways to paint them, and you know, people like Pete Reed's scheme. I've not tried it myself, but um, people say it's it's quite straightforward. Um, they're an army that appeals to me, to be honest with you, but I don't think I'll be doing them anytime soon. But yeah, I see what you mean because quite a lot of people are at the same thing, and people I've spoken to because it's we've kind of done all the legions that we probably want to do, right? Because it's yeah. been around for a long time now, and it's like, well, what are we going to paint next? Because I don't know what I'm going to do after the solar as well. So yeah. But anyway, you know, we're, we've put in place for someone to start a Dark Angels army already. 
So that's that's sort of off the off the board for me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just I just don't know. I think it'll either be demons or white scars. It's more likely to be demons because I've got you know a base to start around and I can yes. just add a add a few bits and pieces to spice it up a little bit. Yeah, definitely. But I don't know really because the blood yeah. angels. I've got to about I have about five thousand points of them. Crikey. I can play all assault, or I'll be able to play a you know with normal tack marines. Yeah, as okay. well. So it's I've got a couple of options of how I play those. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's 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 a weird one really. I think the problem I don't know we'll come to this maybe later on, but it's just like I say, it's it's getting to that point where a lot of stuff's out now, and we've had it all for a long time, and it's like oh, I've done all the things I want to do almost. Yeah. Yeah, that might yeah. be something yeah. that we'll come on to later, I think. So, uh, what about yourself, Michael? Um, well, are you near me yet? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. For some reason I can't hear myself in the headphones. <laughs> um, well, I've already touched on maybe the Warhound, but yep. Warhound would be done probably with some Tekitari and some other mechanic and bits to make a, uh, a Cybernetica. Um, Kind of a uh, uh, list to to, to 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 you know to go inside that warhound, um, but I don't think I'm going to start a new army per se. I think what I'm going to do instead is bulk out existing armies um, and give me more options to play with them. For example, I've been wanting to do. Uh, I know it sounds counterintuitive because they're not really an armoured legion, but I kind of want to do armour breakthrough for the Death Guard. Okay. Because yeah. I think the colour scheme looks awesome on vehicles. And I thought about doing armour breakthrough for the Ultramarines, but then I'm like, yeah, but maybe something else might should should get something. Okay. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, So I, I put together a list the other night it's going to be very expensive to put together. So I don't know if I'll be able to do it this year because oh, yeah. it's going to be all tanks. And mm-hmm. that means save, uh, you know, uh, sabers and, uh, uh, and lots of uh, Sikarans and <clears throat> stuff. So it, it's an idea that's on there. I'd like to do an armor breakthrough for the, for the, uh, um, for the death guard. Uh, but I think a big focus will be on bulking out, giving more options to play with in the uh, ultramarines because they're such a jack of all trades legion i'm not i'm not sort of uh, forced into a in down a certain route with them no oh, yeah. so There's a I've few got... people doing armor breakthroughs actually i think uh, richie was talking about that one as well so soon my dream of having just all tank battles will be a reality if you can get yours done <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got the I've got the idea. I mean, the list that I was sort of thinking, you know, three thousand points. I was like, yeah, I need six sabers and um, like uh, two more predators because I got one predator done um, so far. Three's um, not enough, trust me. But um, <laughs> you need six, I think. Well, four to six. But um, I think white scars would be very good for sabers. That that would be if I was going to do one again, I would do white scars one. With just fast vehicles and no nothing with greater armor than thirteen, just for that sort of you know, just imagine them sc- screaming along the planes. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, uh, but, you, but that would involve you having javelins and things, and we know how much you love those. 
It wouldn't necessarily mean you'd have, I mean, for armor breakthrough, you wouldn't have to take javelins, would you? I mean, you could, your sabers could do the job, actually. Not as good, but they could do the job. Um, but yeah, maybe something like that would be very cool. But um, like I said, there's a few people doing armor breakthroughs. I've, I've noticed on the um, the kind of, uh, some of the sort of forums and stuff. So yeah, maybe this year, maybe this year, maybe the armor, year of the armor breakthrough. Armor breakthrough is definitely on the, uh, definitely on the agenda um as i said along with bulking out some choices i've got some javelins which i need to do for the ultramarines um i want to add some more jet bikes to them i've got some seekers uh which are currently uh you know in development and uh okay. ever reliable uh volcoit culverin squad of course of course um and mm. uh yeah just I think the big the big thing in this year is I don't want to start a new army off the bat necessarily. It's going to be about bulking out old armies, giving me more options, like uh, make my Mechanica more than a simple uh, a, a simple what you call it um, allied force. Gotcha. Um, make my custodies into three thousand points. So twelve models. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. That. There were 12 models that would take you off the board, so that'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, I have yeah. that tank you can have, don't forget. There is this Caladius lying here, un- unloved and unused. Uh, you can always have that. If I can pull the money together for it. You don't need to give me money, it's fine. Oh, that feels, makes me feel bad. <sighs> anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I definitely would be, yeah, definitely bulking out existing options. That's that's what I want to do. Bulk out what I've bulk out what I've got. Give myself okay. more options. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Got you. Um, so I'm kind of at a similar impasse to both of you guys, really. Uh, once I've finished the Salamanders, there's not really anything else that particularly fires me, my loins, if you like. Yeah. Um, it's so there's a possibility, you know, Dark Angels, maybe. I won't. Well, uh, I, don't, I don't really fancy. Much. Oh. I'm going to interrupt you there. There is something that has fired your loins, and you have been talking about quite a bit. Well, that's between you and me. But go on. Well, <laughs> <laughs> is it those videos again? Because I yeah. thought we'd, I thought we talked about this guy. We had a chat about that sacrificial uh, offering. Yeah, but I've done it. I can do it now. I've got it. Oh yeah, got it can. done. And, and that box. Yeah, yeah, that box has been ticked. I even played it the other week against John's army. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. so yeah. Sorry, mate. I've already done it. I just used the just used the grenadiers from my militia army and chucked them in with the iron warriors without using anything, without using any of the normal iron warriors unit. So no, um, siren, siren, tyrant siege terminators and no iron havoc. So tried to use some different units for once. Oh, which was quite well, there nice. you go. There you go then. That's it. So he scratched that itch. He scratched done. the itch with the brunettes and the chocolate eclairs. I mean, yep, it's done. So two things done. Yeah. Um, so that was, so what I think I'm going to do is I want to, Add some more units to the salamanders, just because I don't want to take the fire the um, fire drakes to every game. Why not? They are, they're they're flipping hard. They're ridiculously tough. I mean, yeah, seriously tough. If you take uh, the tough units to every single game, it gets boring. You want some more options. Yeah, no, because I want him to take them in April, Michael. Because he keeps going I, on about this. I'm I'm really struggling with the list for April, and I need <laughs> him to take the fire drakes. Well, that Probably. might be because you're taking Sanguinius. Yeah, exactly. Shh. Silence yeah. you. Everybody knows it because you put it on the thing. Oh, I know, I know, absolutely. <laughs> but um, the problem is, right, they're expensive points-wise. So for a half-decent squad, you're still looking at six, 700 points from a 1,500-point army. Doesn't give us a lot. We're going to be very elitist uh, in our approach. 
because I don't I don't like the thought thought of bringing them on via deep strike. Not because I've got a problem with deep strike, but just because it means I can't do anything until turn three. And I think that games are won or lost usually in the first two turns, unless you've got something really good going on that can, you know, keep something else entertained for two turns. So um, that's always been my one of the experiences I've had with them is that getting them in a Storm Eagle, for example, um, means that they aren't really effective until turn three, um, which can be good for sort of late um, late battle shenanigans. But, you know, you're talking about six, seven hundred points of your army that isn't really going to do anything until turn three. Um, and that's that's not great, really. I think you need to have a bit more up front. So I've bought a Spartan for them. So I've got that with the Christmas money. So um, they will be going in that. But then you add the Spartan in and you're looking at a thousand points for that unit and the Spartan. Yeah. So it soon tots up. But um, so, yeah, so I've got, I would, I'd like to get <clears> some <throat> of those um, pyro thingamies for the salamanders. Did, didn't you just order clasps? I did do actually, yes. The pyroclasts are on order. So um, I'm going to get some of those. Uh, they'll be good. Um, it's something a bit different as well. Um, but I just keep adding to that army actually as I come and go because I, I really like them. Um, but I don't like Vulcan very much, to be honest with you. I, I'm, not, he's not, I'm not a fan, to be fair, but uh, of, of I haven't tried him yet. I don't know, actually. I don't know what it is about him. I just kind of, I think it's because I think he's dead. If you see, I mean, even though he isn't dead and he's kind of, yeah. you know, he's very just, much, he's very much not dead. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's just something about him. But yes. It's not like uh, you're rocking Ferris Manus, let's be honest. That's true. And I kind of put him in the same boat as that, don't I? Which is probably unfair. But um, yeah, so of course there's the lunar walls, which um, I will try and do. Yeah, we, do. I, I like we have to have those back to, to do, actually, don't we, this year? This yeah. is true. So um, I do like to have something to paint. But I think other than that, I might... There's got, I've got some scenery. You know that scenery that you gave us, Chris? Yes. I might do that rather than give it to Michael to add to his list of things to do. So I might try and paint that myself. That's uh, um, a bit different. Um, but yeah, I think basically... Oh, the other thing I got actually the other day off uh, Graham Campbell was I bought that big tank. You know the one? So this is oh the, yeah um, yeah the the bane baby thing bane everything and so he's he's done it in such a way as it can be converted into like three different can- types of tank so it can be converted into the um the one with the d weapon the vulcan cannon on it yeah. uh, the um the plasma one storm lord storm whatever maybe it's not storm lord and he's also got it so you can use it as the transport one with the vulcan mega bolt on it um and so it's like oh that's awkward because I was going to use it for the salamanders, right? But the salamanders probably don't really need it, to be honest with you. And then I thought, I had a really good game with the Solar Auxiliary the other day uh, in Zomortalis with the Ogrins. And I thought, hmm, I wouldn't mind getting some more Ogrins and some Ogrins in the back of the super heavy transport. Now, that would be something. Uh, they might not die so quickly, you know, and I can drive forward with this thing and shoot people and they could jump out and cause all sorts of merry havoc. So I might give that a go. So, yeah, I think I might paint that for the solar auxiliary rather than using the storm hammer, which is very expensive points wise um, and looks cool as anything, but is massively effective um, and maybe use this instead. So, yeah, well, you, haven't you just added the Macarius? So I've got the Macarius for the yeah. Salaman for, for the Salamanders anyway, and you know that's probably about as many points as you want in the Lord of War because you want to use your points for the fire drakes or whatever. So, yeah. So that's the plan. So basically, the plan is um, I haven't got anything specific, but I think like you, extending existing armies to give them some different options to play them, Lunar Wolves and scenery is going to be me. Okay. Fair enough. That's that. So, should we have a quick run through of what happened in the world of us and everything in to do with uh, heresy over the last twelve months? Yeah, 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 absolutely. 
Give it a go. So, obviously, going through the year, we'll start at January, one of my favourite months of the year, um, but not not the best of years, not the best of months, rather, for Heresy 12 months ago. We had no sort of major releases, although we did get from Wild Bangarang the new range of jogging bottoms that I know Graham and Michael are big, big, joy, big fans of. Joy to our <laughs> normal mundane lives. Your normal pyjama... Uh, yes. garb it's greatly improved now that you're no end sporting uh, a pair of ultramarine slacks i do keep meaning to buy a pair of these ultramarines jogging jogging bottoms i've been out a whole year mike i mean Come on, i know man. i know <clears throat> which ones wear... are you gonna go for because you know if you get the ultramarine ones you get the top and the bottom you'd be like ultra ultramarine i, I mean gulliman would be proud well a hockey top <laughs> and i've got um and i've got a um uh, t-shirt as well, so I could have the hockey, the t- t-shirt, the hockey shop. And uh, yeah, okay, maybe I like the. Ultramarine you're saying ultramarines are like onions; they're lots of layers. Yeah, lots of they layers. are very complex, a bit like ogres. Okay, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> uh, so what, we, what else happened look, in January? We got those, and then we got the rules for the Armager and Dominus Imperial Knights. So these are little two-legged uh, yeah. chicken walkers, basically, as I like to think of them in, yeah. in, in the Star Wars parlance. Yeah, you know, they're not bad actually. Um, John's no, pretty useful. Seen a few of them we, over the years. Yeah, oh, there's some at Comedy of Legends, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I hated some when they first came out. So uh, I haven't got any Helvenons yet, but I've got okay. the Warglaves. Gotcha. I like the Forge World ones, but we'll talk about those later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was that was kind of it. We yeah, were, it was a very quiet month. Yeah, quiet start, but you know, it, so it, it got better slowly. And then we had our we started our three-month uh, obsession with the Mechanicum, starting mm. with the Auto Reductor, um, which was good fun. I mean, I, I really enjoyed our Mechanicum list, actually, and going through them. It's quite good fun. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I like the Reductor, and, I, and I actually, I had a game against John D's Reductor not not a week ago, in fact. Oh, nice. Um, he's put his, his Mechanicum list, and he's now settled on Reductor. Um, we were talking about how you can do the reductor tanks and the super cheap ones that have got all the cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do them on the cheap, like so. Yeah, uh, I think he's using these. Uh, he's got some. Um, uh, he, he found some guns from a third party supplier, so obviously he can't use them all around yes. the world. But uh, they look really good, actually. They're kind of like uh, souped up Razorback kind of gun style guns. But the things like the, the las cannons and twenty las cannons and stuff, which yeah. you can give them, certainly works. So cheap way of doing it as well in comparison. So yeah, they're a good army reductor. I think if I was going to do um, Mechanicum, obviously I would probably go with reductor just because of the sort of tank thing. It fits your build, doesn't it? That's the thing. Totally does. Yeah. Um, so I liked that, and I like their their um, their special character and stuff. So yeah, definitely an interesting one. And it was nice, like I say, to do an army in depth over three months rather. Than yeah. Sort of Bang it out in a month. Mm. So that was uh, that was January. That was January, been yeah. Lesson learned. Quite 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 popular format for doing that. So I think we'll be doing that for the. I think we've discussed it before, but that's pretty much the way we're going to do militia, isn't it? Yeah. When we eventually yeah. get round to them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it, it needs to be broken down into that 
Solar Rocks Militia. Which might be this year. Oh, yeah, we'll get around to it at some point. Yeah, for sure. So, February, um, we did actually get some new releases, or I think we got some hints at some new releases. So, uh, we've talked about a hint of uh, Havel Red Blade, or Eddie Redbeard, as he became affectionately known, the Yarl of the fourth great company of the um, Space Wolves, um, and the Space Wolf Legion Death Swarm pack. Uh, which also came out, which are very nice models, actually. Oh, yeah, um, from the weekend, though, these were. Yeah, these were sort of like a sneak preview from the weekend. Oh, the, the Death Swarm, they're the Angry Badgers, aren't they? Angry yes. Badgers, every one of them. Yeah. 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 Sort of semi-undead badgers um, that, that, that come with a Rune Priest, which is the most nonsense blooming nature <laughs> choice in the world, where it gets everything for nothing, as far as I can tell. Feel no pain and zealot, pretty much, isn't it, or something? They're pretty good anyway. They're, they're, yeah, they're pretty nasty. Yeah. And I've had a couple of run-ins with the, the Death Swarm over the year. One was particularly successful and very lucky. The other was absolutely um, ferocious. So, I had um, a run-in with them at the weekend. Didn't bother us. No, Paul's, Paul's, um, Paul had them, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. They are did, pretty good. Did, I mean, didn't on, do a thing. Two-plus yeah. armour. You know, they are quite handy. Um, Edge, we also, uh, we were Edge Empire. We've represented ourselves down at... Uh, Warhammer World because we had a, a random day, didn't we, at Warhammer World? So uh, Michael, myself, Richie, and Gareth, I think, went down for a four-player game, which was a lot of fun just for the one day. Yes, because uh, there and back been. in the day, yeah. So that was really good, uh, thoroughly enjoyable. I think I took Iron Warriors. From what yeah, I'm saying, there is a shock. Yeah, there is a shock. Actually, I have hardly played the Iron Warriors this year. Bizarrely enough, I definitely probably not take them to any events or anything so um we also got some first first look at some upcoming models which I, I, was what, what do you mean you've not taken them to any events apart from thunder skulls but that, was <laughs> not that doesn't count oh okay well it could have been any legion i haven't taken them yeah um i haven't certainly taken things like siege tyrants or iron havocs uh, this year that i can remember um we got a first look at some upcoming models from the community uh, revealed some early releases for Heresy Weekender, some Praetors of the Night Lords, a Leviathan of the Night Lords, the first unique unit for the Blood Angels at this point, which was the Crimson Paladins, and the Ordinatus Achatus, previously seen Achatus. 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 Rock me, Achatus. Um, <laughs> that's going back a bit, isn't it? Uh, um, and yeah, whatever it is, previously seen, which was the big Ordinatus mole thing, wasn't it? Yep. Which yeah. was cool. Cool model. I haven't seen one in the wild, to be fair. I mean, it's not really a... It feels very much like a display piece rather than a game piece, to be honest with you. But uh, still cool nonetheless. And we also got unveiled in his majestic, angelic glory. And I always feel there should be some trumpets whenever he's mentioned. Uh, Sanguinis was revealed. I can, I can agree with that sentiment, absolutely. Yeah. Um, in his, uh, you know, angelic glory, smiting evil in sort of St... St. Uh, not St. George, St. Michael. St. Uh, Michael, yeah. Styly. So, yeah. Um, lots of talk about that. People were unhappy with the model originally, weren't they? Um, which seemed to be a growing theme throughout the year. Um, I think was that a... was until they got hold of it and people took it photos of it from different angles. Yeah, I don't know what the problem with it was, but it's. A, I think it's a great model. I think he. it's the thing where he looks better with the spear than he does the sword. Yeah. I think once... People yeah. saw him with the spear. They were like, "Oh, actually, I think the spear." He's a, sort of a funny, sort of a weird pose, almost. I mean, he looks yeah, but I, I think a, I think a big deal was that the angles. That I'm mean, yeah. not. I'm saying I could have done any better with my photography, but it seemed to be once people actually got hold of the model, they were like, "All oh, right, it's not that bad from from another angle." It 
it is probably still the, the model that I pick up the most and look at. Yeah. I, I still pick him up off, off his spot and pick him up and just look at him for a minute every, every so honest, often. If a model has got me wanting to, um, wanting to, you know, play, play another Legion, it's definitely Sanguinius. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, very well received here and we've seen some fantastic versions of him, including the one that Adam painted for you. Um, I think Miles did a very good one as well. Really nice. Yeah, Miles is a lovely. Yeah. Um, and we had an interview with Big T himself, Big Tony Cottrell, um, and he talked to us before um, the Weekender in the preview. Uh, it showed us the Death Sworn, which we mentioned previously. Not, uh, not, our, not our specifically. This was on the yes. TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, true. You're, 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 you may be talking that up slightly there. <laughs> yeah, we... We had an exclusive, <laughs> the three of us. No, no, that's not going to happen. We just, we um, just never put it out. We weren't allowed to. Yeah, we, weren't allowed yeah, to, we had a four-hour chat. We know everything that's going to happen for the next yeah. two years, but the we can't tell you. NDA, um, yeah. yeah, so we saw Haval Redbeard, Redblade, um, new Dreadnought Drop Pot, of course, a, a kit that caused no end of problems uh, in its first kind of iteration, and they took it back in, redid it so you can actually put it together and the doors work. Uh, with Legion no. dice with the Night Lords dice, which sold out in about two seconds, as is dice's want, and some of them, and confirming that the Praetors um, coming power armored one has helmet and helmet as options. Have we seen these? I don't know if we have. Have we? These were the what Praetors were these? With the blood, uh, the Night Lords Praetors, Night Lords Praetors, Night Lords Praetors, which we saw okay. the following month. Okay, cool. Um, the Ordnance, which we've mentioned, and of course. Um, Sword and Spear, and he also hinted that Big Book 9 may be next year, so that would be this year, I guess, and also showed off a rogue psycho who is returning to Necromunda as a bounty hunter, which we looked at. Um, there was a, a heresy weekender, Forge World weekender. Uh, lots was talked about, um, but it wasn't without controversy because uh, everybody had kind of gone there, bought tickets on the explanation that Book 8 would be there, which it wasn't. And they didn't tell anybody until early, late on, I think, that it wouldn't be there. And it was a whole flipping, lots of key people kicking off, wasn't there? It got stuck in customs. Yeah, whatever yeah. it was, it was it, it caused some controver- controversy. Uh, yeah, but uh, getting stuck in customs happened a few times to Games Workshop stuff this year. It happened to other companies as well. I was working with a company. It happened to because, you know, Brexit caused a lot of people to be taken off customs work. Um and interesting, we still not achieved that yet. <laughs> so maybe we get more of the same this year. But um, like I said, it, it, I think the problem was that when we discussed this on the show, um, it, the, the message, the way the message was handled, was pretty poor. Um, yeah. and we, we were kind of advised it's... that they should be a little bit more proactive in delivering bad news. I think was the, the it... from what I understand, they had been doing their absolute utmost to make sure that the book was there for the weekender. And they didn't defeat. They didn't admit defeat on that one until quite late on. But that that said, the person who told me that could could be completely, um, uh, you know, talk about their backside because they were, you know. I mean, who knows the internet? Right. That's that's part of the problem. It, yeah, exactly, exactly. It, we we don't know the inner workings of Games Workshop ordering process. But I just there there were a lot of unhappy people. It caused a bit of negativity, which didn't really go away until halfway through the year. Um, we also got word that there was going to be an FAQ. Um, um, which was made available, I think, fairly soon after the yeah. um, uh, uh, the actual weekender itself. Um, well received FAQ for the most part. It was well received. I think. I think it was a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, there are lots of things that were clarified, including my point about um, 
Tyrant Siege Terminators being able to shoot bolters, which uh, I'm absolutely taking all the credit in the world for. Um, but yeah, I think it's uh, it was good. I think the only thing that I'm slightly worried about is the fact that we haven't had an, haven't had any word of any more since. But um, it was a good it was a good FAQ. It was well put together. It it definitely tidied up some bits and bobs, and they had the playtest rules, which kind of got rid of, for all intents and purposes, the uh, Phosphex, uh evil. You know, four four little templates scattering back two inches. You know, AP three absolute annihilation. It brought the, a few the, units back from the dead as well, which was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Imperial Alex Warders. Yeah, Phalanx Warders. Um, Destroyers. Um, yeah, uh, who was? Oh, oh god, the um, word bearers. Ah, oh, why can't I think? Of, oh, the uh, um, jump pack. Ashen guys. Circle. Ashen nah, Circle. Yeah, they are. They are. They are absolutely incredible now. I keep holding out that they're going to do something for this, the uh, the next FAQ for the solar, but, you know, a man can dream. But it was good. It was a well-put-together FAQ. There wasn't any, too much controversy around that. People were very happy to see it, I think. And more, one, hopefully, we'll see some more of the same. Um, we also had the second instalment of our Mechanicum Roundup, and this month we were on to Legio Nonsense, or as Legio, <laughs> Legio Cybernetica to friends, um, with all of the lovely robotic craziness that ensued with that. Again, a tough old list, tough army. Um, you know, you, you can do some pretty horrible things with them, yeah. as we did, I expect Michael, <laughs> I'm not mistaken, in the list challenge. So, But anyway, it was good to get it. And it, I think one of the reasons that we set out to do the Mechanicum was... They kind of get this reputation for being particularly hard. They certainly had the reputation before Custodians being very hard. But a lot of that was sort of um, obfuscation, I think. You know, you didn't see too many of them. So when you did come across them, you were expected to fight them like you fight Marines, and you can't do that against they're, them. They're a completely different thing. They're a completely different entity, aren't they? And I think yeah. their rules are so different. That yeah. They just that they easily... That, although the units are very good, sort of that element of confusion makes them that little bit better. Yeah, they can kind of surprise you, can't they? If yeah. You're unscrupulous. You know, they are the Spanish Inquisition, basically. <laughs> yes. Nobody expects to be, you know, have a toughness 5 3 wounds. <laughs> <choice. laughs> yeah. Um, that jump jetpacks off the jet board. Jetpacks, really yeah, can, yeah. It's yeah, they're, some they're, great guns. Definitely one of the more interesting armies out there. I mean, to be fair, the, the, the you know, actually, we'll come on to that in next month. So that was, um, that was February. So uh, March was next, as the Gregorian calendar goes. Uh, yeah, so what, what what happened in March? Um, we oh, had Company of Legends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Company of Legends happened. Um, oh, blimey. Yeah, but I think we covered that nicely in the episodes, and I don't think I want to go too much into depth other than it was good, it was fun, I enjoyed it. Um, it was great so to I, have people there. I don't actually remember March at this point. I know, it's hard. It, it, it's hard. It's I hard. I couldn't I tell mean, you what was, happened. It was a month first. I mean, it was the first time we did a lot of things at Company of Legends that we hadn't done before. Yeah, um, you know, we'd we'd up up to our game considerably. I mean, we had the map this time, you know, and we had the people where people could move stuff around, and um, you know, we had all of the increase in the strategy phase and whatnot. So yeah, we did some things differently. We did. We might uh, do some of them the same again. We might do some of them differently, but I think it was all in all highly successful. Um, yeah. People want to come again. I'm getting already getting inquiries about next March. I've just got to. Pull, pull stuff together for that one. Uh, yes. Next March, next September. 
September. Yeah, September. I've got to sort yeah. out dates and stuff for that. So, yeah. uh, okay. Well, we have to sort out dates for that. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. So March new releases, and we have a guest uh, from. Uh, was that Bjorn? Bjorn was that? Bjorn. Yeah. Uh, uh, head. Uh, yeah. Just, just, just dealing with the dog. Yeah. Which that's one? Fine. Yes. Um, it was Dotty. No, she wants. Oh, to it was Dotty. Dotty. She, wants, oh, okay. she wants to go out, Dotty. and I'm going to have to take her out, unfortunately. So go on. Where were we? March. Still? March. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, March. Okay. We just did March. Right. March. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. All right. So the new releases we got from March, we got all about Night Lords. We got the Night Lords Praetor, the Night Lords Praetor in Tartarus Terminator armor, and the Night Lords Leviathan Pattern Siege Dreadnought. And Night Lord's Dice, which sold out in, as Graham said earlier, about five minutes flat. Um, pretty quiet. Um, you know, we geared up for Company Legends. We did wrap up the Mechanicum, and we uh, looked into the uh, Tagmata um, part of the Mechanicum. So everything that's not Cybernetica or Reductor. Just, just yeah. quickly going back to the, the Praetors, that, the Night Lord's Terminator in Tartarus armor yeah. is absolutely awesome model. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not fussed about the bunny face one. <laughs> but the one in Terminator armor is just bees yeah. knees, cat's pajamas. Summit nice, isn't he? Awesomeness. Yeah. Really yep. lovely model. Yep, yep. Agreed. Yes, and like I said, we did do Tagmaster, which then sort of rapidly nicely put a bow around all of the Mechanicum, which was very interesting to be honest with you. Lots of interesting units there, like I say, lots was learnt from our point of view anyway, about the old things Mechanicum, history and whatnot as well. So yeah, it certainly demystified some of it for us, I think. So it was definitely well worth it, well worth doing. And in the end, we well, actually, you know, Chris took some to throw the skulls later in the yeah. year, which was great. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So in April, we got the release of the aforementioned Sanguinius. Uh, we got the normal base version, the one that with the little stand, and we got the one with the diorama base which is now Warhammer World Exclusive, I believe. Uh, yeah, they sell it at events as well. And I think, oh, they, sell it, I think they sell it at the, um, at least it was at, it was at Blood and Glory. Yes, it was at Blood and Glory. Was it? Was it? Yes. They had it, in, they, had, they had it in Blood and Glory. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. At least what they did on the Saturday. And oh, right. I think they also sell it at the Warhammer Citadel. Yeah, that's not surprising. Um, so we've got those two beautiful models. Uh, we also got the Crimson Paladins released. Oh, yeah. Also exquisite bits of artwork as far as I'm concerned. Oh, it's a shame they they're not Storm Shield. Can't have it all. They are really nice models. They are. Yeah. Yep. Just drooling quietly. Do apologize. Yeah, uh, um, we also got the uh, white scars. Okay, good. I'm glad we clarified that not, for our listeners. Not what you're doing where you're watching the brunettes with the French eclairs. You know, that's a different thing together. <laughs> we won't talk about that on here. Thank you very much, Graham. I'll keep your predilections to yourself. Firmly to myself. Exactly. Never trust him with shoe pastry, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so we've got the combo. White Scars uh, Praetors. We've got the one with the Terminator armor with the Cyber Eagle on his uh, his, his, his arm. Looking pretty snazzy. Yeah, it's looking good, yeah. Um, um, sorry? 
I like him. It's good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, yes, we've got that one. And then we've got the White Scars Legion Contempt of Dreadnought. Did we get the Leviathan or was that later? Um, I came later, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's start, start slowly. Tends to be uh, Praetor Contemptor, Praetor Leviathan. Because that's how it was for the Dark Angels as well, I think. Okay. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah exactly. But that the, the White Scars Contemptor. Very nice. Yes. That, sort of the rope and all the, the yep. blowing wind look. Uh, and cool. it led to all the like questions that. about why why on earth have you bothered giving the uh, giving the White Scars dreadnoughts? Well, yeah. Because they have to honour someone. Because they have dreadnoughts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really? I'd, I'd love that hammered effect on the... Um, I know it's brass. Oh, yeah. The, 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 yes. the hammered copper brass whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that is a very nice, and they do that on the Leviathan as well. And it looks yeah, really cool. Yeah, and the um the speeder. Yeah, mm. it's lovely. It's absolutely beautiful. I wish I could paint. I wish I'd be able to. You know what? I I I'll never do white cars because I could never do them justice. <coughs> oh, justice is a funny thing, isn't it? Really? I mean, give it your best shot as long as you, you know. I, I could give it my best shot, cool. but it's when I paint a model, I like to be sort of say, well, I painted that to the best of my ability. It looks good. Um, and there are a lot of models that I, I can feel that way, but the white scars, the the look, especially with that, it's that beaten copper, man. It's I'm like sure it's just a metal with a with a wash description. Yeah. I don't think that would be that hard to do. You would just you would just put a wash over it. The wash would go into the recesses afterwards. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm too terrified I'm to screw sure. them up because they just look so lovely. Oh, well, I'm sure that somebody like Pete Reese would be able to give us a, some pointers as to how he's done his because I'm sure they look spectacular. So uh, maybe we'll ask him next well, time. Actually, it might be an easy way of doing it. Would probably be to do a very dark base bronze and then just a very light dry brush over oh, the top. Just to I, pick I, I, I was thinking if it, if I had to sort of um, if I had to do it, I'd do Balthazar gold, um, then perhaps brass scorpion or maybe even the um, skull crusher brass. And then a wash, and then a dry brush with maybe Sigmarite or Golden Griffin. There isn't a lot between Balthazar Gold and um, what's his name? Yeah, but Brass Gold. Balthazar Gold, but, but Balthazar Gold puts down is, is a base <coughs> paint, and yeah, it, it covers the uh, it covers the 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 it'll cover the whatever primer is used better. Um, yeah. There's very few times I'll put a layer paint down out as as a first color. How is Balthazar Gold not the name of some sort of crime novel? Well, yes, that's true. It could be a song, you know, like, you know. Well, they are, bring, they are bringing States. us Warhammer crime. Yes, that's true. Balthazar Gold should be one of their characters. I can now claim that. He sounds like, actually, what he's like is a 70s uh, disco DJ. Tonight, oh, old. Well, it's oh, no, no, no. He sounds Balthazar like a 70s, uh, 70s black exploitation <laughs> private detective in the in the Mulder shaft. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Balthazar Gold. We're onto a whole yeah. uh, whole realm of let's move the hell on quickly. <laughs> Actually, yes, 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 indeed, indeed. indeed. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm going to write that novel just so we're perfectly good. Clear. Very good. So, go on. What else were we? So now we've talked everything there is to be talked about. Uh, contemptors and hammered was, brass. Was there effects. something else that month? Oh yes, there was a minor inconvenience the, in the, the release. A minor, a minor release of the much and eagerly awaited book mm. eight, 
malevolence. Did that PDF come out? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) No, Graham. No, it didn't. Not not a pirated copy. There was a much rumoured PDF of the point of the changes to the custodians. Yes, that never came out. There you go. I've just paid pounds. Yes. Let me give you some. Let me, you know, maybe put some salt in that nice paper cut I've just given you. Oh, and then some of the mistakes in that was that. That really makes it all that much better. <laughs> so, how do we think this went down? So, um, like I said, first of all, there was some pretty bad feeling about the the open day, and we seem to be on a bit of a general kind of malaise that sort of seemed to affect quite a lot of the community at this point. Book eight came out, so it had some good stuff in it, and this is kind of when this after this came out, I think things started to pick up again. Um, you know, we saw the Blood Angels, which are a really good legion. I think the rules aren't crazy; they've got some great stuff in there. Um, but they play very well. Um, but they're not kind of overpowering, I don't think. Yeah, Demons of the Ruined Storm scars came out. Well. Say that again, Chris. Got the scars as well. Got the white scars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in general the community was very much on a downer until the weekend. Uh, we got a bit of yeah fury, uh, you know, uh, about the book. Mm. But in general, I think I, I think the community was on a downer at the end of 2018 anyway. Yes. But then a, when that book dropped, when the weekender happened and we saw stuff, you know, we saw new stuff yeah. uh, and the, the book dropped a little bit later. I think the community as a whole, other than, you know, hardcore custodies players, um, mm-hmm. kind of did pick up. Um, book eight was a real injection. Yeah, of, I think it was a shot in the arm, was it? That It, it was a that shot in the arm that, that, that we that we needed. And it's especially the new models for those for those legions, mm. and I think they kept up that that momentum yeah. throughout the year. Agreed. I mean, the white scars were desperately in need of um, Pete Reese not having to keep reminding Forge World Community every ten minutes, but they got the <laughs> <laughs> they got the rules right, um, which was great. Um, they just haven't got transfers. Just you know, that's the only thing they like. Um, but you could use the Primaris ones that we've suggested. Yes, but, Primaris ones. Um, you know, I think it was a, it was good to see that. I think the Blood Angels as well. You know, they had you hadn't seen many of them, and suddenly you saw a few of them. And they were all. I think the difference between seven book seven and book eight is, I don't think anything came out of it feeling broken. Whereas I think in book seven, things came out of it that you were like, "Whoa, this is absolutely mad, crazy stuff." Yeah, I think yeah. book eight felt a little bit more. I think refined. all the armies in there have have more have ways of um have ways of not breaking, but ways of being very powerful. It's just that none of them are, none of them are such massive game changers. But again, I think that's theme of the book. You got to remember, book seven was written as those legions at the height of their powers. Yeah, I think also we've got to think is <clears throat> another thing is with this with book eight, it's the first post Allen book. Yeah, true. Really yeah, cool. yeah. And yeah. I think it was a moment where the heresy sort of scene went. Okay, we're going to be okay. You know, the, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, I know that people in, had been worried. Yeah, worried about what was going to happen. If we get book eight, it's actually, you know, it's, it's a good book. And people were sort of, you know, we're like, oh, actually, do you know that? It's in safe hands. We're, we're on a, we don't need to panic. Yeah, it's, it's definitely one of the, it's definitely, I think, one of the best received books personally that I've seen. I, I know it has its distractors. Some people don't like 
certain things about it, but you're never going to please everybody. And I doubt, well, if you, if you show me a heresy book that is absolutely loved by everybody, I'll, t- you know, it four, six. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think the problem is, or the problem, not the problem, I suppose, is usually it takes, I think, it seems to take about between eight and 12 months for an army to be released and it to kind of be embedded in the local community or in the in the heresy community. But I guess people obviously have to buy this Cust- stuff. And Custodes it. was pretty quick. It was. That's true, actually. But um, I don't think it's taken quite so long with this legion, be- these legions because we had the get your virals. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a little something to get started, haven't we? Yeah, because yeah, there's true. been something for them since book six. And, in, in you know, for the most part... Those rules didn't change that much. I mean, I think there was also with Custodes, there may have been a, you know, they were just so incredibly powerful. There was a almost like a gold rush of people trying to get that army. And um, what, you've got was, to remember. I mean, they're not, they're, just, they're not that, you see how many there were uh, sometimes we were playing in the past. You might have, you know, upwards of maybe even like six Custodes players. Yeah. Now you might get two. Well, you've got, to, you've got to consider that I, I, I know we're getting off topic here and we're not looking at you know, what we were looking at, but you've also got to consider that the custodies were plastic. Mm. And yeah. a lot of us heresy players bought uh, the Burning of Prospera. There were yep. a lot of cheap secondhand plastic custodies kits on eBay. True enough. Custodies, custodies are a low model army. Yeah. They're relatively cheap. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and you know, especially now with the 40k range, you can do it, you know, reasonably inexpensively in comparison you, to you, any you, other. Yeah, you can use the jet bikes from 40k. Yeah, you don't actually even need to go to Forge World to do a custodies army in reality, no. which yeah. you can't do for any other army. The only thing I'm slightly um, not really late to custodies, although it's probably worth talking about the fact that they had a, they're the only legion that's been in two books now. It's almost a complete rewrite. Um, uh, word bearers. Did they get a complete overhaul? Did they? They didn't get a complete overhaul, but they got a little tidying up in uh, book uh, five. Gotcha. And my um, lords are going to be in the next book, which we'll obviously talk about later. Yeah. yeah. So the. Um, oh, I completely lost my train of thought there, Michael. Custodies. Um, Custodies, two books. Oh, complete rewrite. Haven't haven't seen as many demon armies as I thought we were going to see. I don't know whether that's because they are tricky uh, to, you know, you basically have to, you know, you can't use what you've already got. You're going to have to buy new stuff. And there's not the model range. You have to kind of use a bit of your imagination, don't you, to get the pick the right models out to represent some of these creatures. I don't actually think that's necessarily the case because they're quite clear in the fact that they're non specific. Yeah. So if I was going to do. If I do do demons, I've got quite a lot of blood letters anyway. Mm-hmm. I would probably add in plague bearers, yeah, and paint them in a similar theme right. to the corn berserker uh, blood letters, right? Just because, so they've got some uniformity in their color, but their shape is different. Okay, um, I think you can do that more with the ruin storm demons than you can. Uh, I think there is a degree of. Um, people just don't know what models to use so, yeah because we've been given relatively free reign we've never had a, a, a at least with militia for the most part all those all those uh you could you could do that easily with anything from gw and Forge yeah. World. whereas with uh, demons 
some of these have never existed in the 40k Age of Sigmar range, uh, which is where a lot of demon players are coming from. And they're sort of like, well, what do I use for this? Uh, you've got Mark Frost, yeah, Mark Frost who's, who's come up with who, who's come up with ideas. But I think for the most part, they're in a, there's a degree of intimidation about the army. They're um, they're uh, um, you know they're 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 a hard, they're going to be a hard one to master. Um, I think someone just hit their microphone there. Uh, I, that was me. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're they're a hard army to master. Figuring out a list is isn't the easiest in the world. They're they're an intimidating army. Um, they're, yeah, they're, they're heresy they're on expert mode. I would say they're a headache to put together um list wise yeah um but i'd imagine they'd be a lot of fun yeah yeah i said the, the, the one game i played with them they were fun to play with but i think i should have had spent more time understanding the myriad of different rules that you yeah have. and that's the thing. they are they're, they're very much like the mechanic i mean the fact that there's nothing there isn't a comparative yeah you know they are their own. They are their own entity in every in every way, shape, and form. I think we should definitely do an episode on them. To be honest with you, I think yeah. that would be a good idea to do. It, probably a couple of episodes, and yeah, at some point, I think the only reason why I haven't talked talked about scheduling one in myself is because I'm still trying to get to grips with them. Yeah, because we need community we need for as, for a start. the community at large is still also trying to get used to it. Yeah, I mean, I think... there, there, there were some rules. I mean, when I played against them, there were some proper shockers in there. Um, the, after I played them again, I would know how to deal with. But the first time you play them, you're all over the place because you've just no idea what's going to do next. That you're first game against, against Mark Frost at Blood and Glory, yeah. where turn two, it was done. Yeah. You know, I was out of it by that point. <laughs> you're just standing there going, I, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. You know, it's just the, 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 not even the Red Fury would get me through. You know, it gave me through that experience. <laughs> it was just like I've I've no idea what just happened. I'm just taking models off the board. Yeah, it wasn't fun, but yeah, they're so different and they are so unique then, in the way they do things. You've got the craziness of some of those um, uh, 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 some of those uh, some of those lists. Uh, the things you can do with them. I mean, yeah. we had a guy propose a list for Company Elect in September with uh, a, I think it was five models. Oh. And one of them was a demon lord with seventy something levels of psychic mastery. Yeah. Just quickly, quickly put a stop to that. <laughs> not I mean, because, not because we we do, we think no, that's overly powerful. It's just because uh, I think we said it in the, in the show where we discussed it that um, it's it's going to be no fun. There's no um, yes, it's fun for both of you. No. For both of you, it's not uh, a game. Um, but I think it's, in, you know, we'll see what this year brings. People may be working on those armies now. We'll see what other things happen. But, I mean, I think it's worth doing a show on just, uh, again, to sort of demystify some of this stuff, you know, when they get Toughness 5, when they get Toughness 4, you know, uh, all of this kind of thing. How do you make sure they don't deploy practically on top of you and just have a stream of horrible gribblies coming at you? So yep. there's all there's all kinds of um, ways and means around that. But it, the first time you play them, it will come as a shock. It'll be interesting what happens next year, whether we see more or less of them. Because, um, like you say, there is an overhead to them. And, you know, if, if you're taking psychic powers as well, there's all of that chuntering around with psychic powers, which is, uh, it was never a particularly satisfactory or particularly enjoyable experience to play against somebody with tons of psychic powers, just because it, it, it it's a lot of sort of, um, 
homework isn't it it's a lot of kind of you know uh upkeep that you've got to do each round to cast this spell on that one and this spell on that one and this spell on that one and it's like yeah okay so i think we're interested to see what happens but i think as a sort of summer summation then um we got a new book which was great um that did invigorate the community i think for the rest of the year uh with the promise of book nine to come um but also you know we had some new armies coming out of the back of that um, which was great. So I think all in all, um, it was a very successful release in the end, and it did see a, a sort of turn of the tide, if you like. So, May. May. Um, May uh, Graham. Yes, it'll be me. So um, in May was fairly quiet. We, in this, uh, we had some stuff released. We had the, not particularly heresy related, but some stuff. So we had the community objective markers, and um, sorry, the objective markers, and we had the dice tray. So we, I bought the objective markers in a, in a fit of craziness. They're very nice, though. Uh, they come with a lo- lovely box, yeah. Uh, we didn't get the dice tray in the end, did we? Because we thought it's just a box. I, just, I bought one. Oh, you did? Okay. I really like the idea of it. And then I saw it in the flesh. And then I I was like, oh, hang on a minute. Um, yeah. Bet- between the two things that were available to me, mm. the objective markers, A, are cooler, and B, more useful. Yeah, and easier to transport as well. And a bit of MDF black with a yeah. bit of fabric at the bottom. And they were like 30 quid for those flipping dice trays, weren't they, or something crazy? I don't know how much the... the um Because we've both got those KR cases, haven't we? Those little KR cases that we use for dice trays. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got yeah. one of them. They, I don't know if they were comparable in price. I use um, it, I go to go and use a table. Got you. Um, on the uh, Titanicus front, which I've neglected to kind of talk about, I suppose, we did have the um, Grand Master Edition come out. Um, which, well, the return... The return of the Grandmaster. The first time it went out, it sold out really quickly, and there was all sorts of shenanigans and people buying models with like three hundred blooming warlords in and stuff. Um, but yeah, that came back uh, as well, which was good. Um, still available. It's still available now. That's just even better. Uh, we also went through our. Um, it is. It is a um, last chance to buy, okay. um, but it has been for quite some time. I think the thing is, people realised it's not a good starter set for the game. Oh, actually, talking of last chance to buy and book eight, I couldn't help but notice the other day that Malevolence was out of stock. I'm just going to quickly check to see if that's still the case now, actually. Just while yes, we... Yes, it is. Still out of stock. It is. And someone was on Heresy Trading offering uh, 200 quid for the book. Or was it 300 quid? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Out of yeah. stock. Sold out. I can't imagine that they're not going to print any more. Would be mad. Maybe they go to the smaller format, which would be lovely. To be honest with you, the, the soft cover, soft covers. Um, the uh, we also we decided to venture into events new, uh, and we went. We booked some tickets for the Throne of Skulls event in. I think it was in June. Which says optimistically, but anyway. So in this episode uh, in May, we went through our what we we're going to take to Throne of Skulls. So this event was a. 1500 point doubles game so two armies 1500 points both obviously have to comply to force org charts and stuff um with but there weren't really any other restrictions on this at all um obviously 1500 points means you can only get i think one lord of war choice which was the um i forget the exact name of the model colossus bombard oh, or something idea, which we was, saw one off. yeah we did didn't play um, against it we did yeah, yeah. we did yeah and we blew it up very quickly. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and actually that was the one that was owned by the pair that went on to win the sort of Uber prize, which is where you, every game you get voted for um, was the best game. And you had every, every 
game that you've been in with your best painted and stuff. So, um, but anyway, so this is our first foray into Warhammer events. We were a little bit apprehensive about this. Uh, we talked about this in another uh, of our episodes where we talked about how to prepare for an event, but we weren't really sure how to do it because we'd heard some flipping horror stories, to be honest with you, about how incredibly powerful lists were. People brought all of the worst possible combinations of things to these events. And um, so we went in fairly fairly tough didn't we so chris and i had a combination about did we let's be honest no we did not um so we had uh an armor breakthrough so i took my armor as armor breakthrough list uh with twin arcuses which i'll come on to in a minute and chris took his mechanicum so there there was literally no there wasn't any give on either of either of our lists to be completely (laughs) truthful with you and uh, we were like oh this is gonna be gonna go bad and sure enough we got a bit of bit of stick uh, from um, the community <laughs> about the Twin Arcus thing. Um, but I think in the end, it was actually, once we actually got to the event, that, that proved to be, you know, it, we weren't even on the top 50 of horrible lists, really. Um, but, yeah, it was it was an interesting thing. It was an interesting challenge, anyway, to come up with these. Uh, yeah. 1,500 points doesn't give you a lot. And we were, like I said, we wanted to make an account of ourselves. We knew we weren't. Yeah, we did. So, we hey, we'll talk. Margins. Yeah, I don't know when the actual event itself was, though, to be honest with you. So, I think it was later on. I think it was June, yeah. So, um, we also, yeah. Oh, right, it was the end of May. So, we also went... I took the photo of the card. Okay, got you. So, we also went through the new units uh, in Book 8. Although, um, and we... So things like the Warmonger, some of the new console types. And uh, we also went through um, and we all created lists with these new console types in them. So I think I used the Warmonger. Um, I think you used the uh, heavy support fella, Michael. Yeah. I, I can't remember which one you used, Chris, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, so that was, the, that was the list challenge. So that was an interesting one. I was expecting to see more Warmongers as well, actually. But again, hasn't sort of percolated through into the rest of the community just not, yet. Not in the wild just yet. No. Um, so that was that was May. So June. Okay, June. Uh, we had our Sons of Heresy. Uh, sorry, Sons of Heresy. Sons of Horus episode and this challenge. So uh, so that was us discussing, you know, what we we're going to, you know, the Sons of Horus because we decided we were going to do a podcast army and uh, the Sons of Horus won the uh, poll. The public wants us to do the Sons of Horus, so we're going to do them as Lunar Wolves, and we went through that. Uh, we actually had a good um, uh, release month, really good release month. We had the Mechanicum Ordinatus Acateus, Acateus, Acateus. Uh, <laughs> the Legion Dreadnought Drop Pod, uh, which was brilliant. Uh, it's so easy to put together. I need one. one. I need one. I've still got an old one unbuilt, but. It took- Doddle, absolute doddle for me to put that together. Yeah. Um, the Solar War uh, as a book. We also got the Siege of Terror coaster set. Um, a White Scars Legion Praetor. This is the. Is this the Terminator one? Uh, this would be the normal yeah, one. The term- oh, this is the normal one. We had the, ter- the Terminator one came out uh, previously in the. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Leviathan Pattern Siege Dreadnought for the White Scars. And an Acastus Knight Asterius. Oh, and also uh, something small called Contrast Paints. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think the Leviathan is the flipping do- dogs, Nijinsky's. It's a lovely thing. Yeah. The White Scars one. Yeah. 
Uh, a Castus Knight. What? Oh, this was the like the Poly. Oh, I'm not even going to bother. The Propyrian. The yeah. Propyrian. It's, it's <laughs> on the same. It's on the. Pyron. Pyron. Yeah, whatever. Pyron. 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 It's on the same frame as that, but it's a different weapon. It's got, a cool, yeah, it's got the cool kind of um, conversion beam type conversion beam type weapons. Looks flipping great. Serious. Serious. Right. Um, so yeah, that was a great model, I think, and it still is a great model. I'd like to switch one. Which one? The Asterius or the Acastus Knight Asterius. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, yeah, it's a, a lovely model. Great display, please. Um, we also had like all the new paints and the big. They've been building this up. The marketing team and Games Workshop was going crazy, weren't they? Yep. Oh, and, amazing videos. Yeah, some really good ones. And then um, what I can't believe they've only been up that little time. Yeah, yeah. But... It seems like they've been out for ages, but that's that's what only six months ago. I think the yes. build-up was a couple of months before then as well, wasn't it? They yeah. sort of drip fed it. And you had a nice little chat with Miles, didn't you? I did, actually, yeah. I did a one-on-one interview. I think it was the first interview that I'd done um, with anybody, actually. So that was with Miles. Uh, that was good. I think it was on a Dreadclaw. So, um, yeah, and, of course, we had Throne of Skulls itself during this month. So what was your what was your thoughts on Throne of Skulls as a whole? So just to go back to our earlier story about Throne of Skulls, I think once we got there, we realised that actually our lists were fairly middle of the road compared to some. You know, there were people who had brought double, um, double, double, triple arcuses, double, double arcuses, and um, there was like all night lists. There was all sorts of craziness going on. Um, it was pretty, it was pretty hardcore, some of it. Um, and, and go on. Michael was partner with our friend of the show, Dave Simpson, as well. As yes. our, he yeah. had nights, didn't he? Fourth, fourth we member. didn't get any favourite game worlds, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, did we? Yeah. Yes, oh. we did. We got two or maybe even three. Oh. Flipping rock! You got a few good throw game rolls. You did quite well. Remember where we? I don't know where the scores are for that. Actually, three. Yeah, we did. They, were, they were shared on Facebook. Yeah, they yeah. were. Big, big gone back some, gone back some time. But anyway, now, yeah. So, what did you think, Chris? Um, I really enjoyed throwing of skulls. I thought it was a good laugh. We were lucky insofar as we played good people from game yeah. one to game five. Yeah, definitely. We we had the uh, was it the two Bens. Yep. Game one, the guy who come from Wyoming. Wyoming, yep, Wyoming Ben, yep. And London Ben. They were yep. good. Yeah, we, we were lucky. We had good people every every time we played. Yeah, they really set, that set the tone for us, didn't it? We were really worried about it. We thought we were going to get people who were really evil, you know, <laughs> full-on you know, rules players, win-at-all-costs kind of chaps, and uh, nothing could be further from the truth for the people yeah, that we, we got, played. Yeah, we, got, yeah. we were very lucky. I know other people might not have been, but we got very... Um, very fortunate with everyone that we played. I think, I, I think my favourite bit was when, um, what was that chap's name? He comes to Company of Legends and he was given it the large to start with. Oh, we, lo- we uh, lost the game in the end, but it was blooming hilarious. Oh, James, is it? James, James, James. I'm pretty sure it's James. Yeah, oh, that was such yeah. a great game. We, got, we wound him up to the point yeah. where I'm pretty sure one more, <laughs> one more, <laughs> one more and a, a Table flip and would have occurred. He was, yeah. we'd got him to that point <laughs> with his raven, he, he his raven was, guard deep stroke malarkey that or whatever it was. Yeah, and it but, went horribly wrong. Terrible, <laughs> dark, didn't he? Poor lad. Oh, yeah. but it was, it was but, great. 
his, his, his death guard associate pulled him out of the bag. He totally did. It was a cracking game, actually. It really oh, was, was a good game. That was a stressful game. Yeah. We needed to kill one guy, basically, didn't we? I know. We, we put a lot of effort into that. And we really tried played the best game we could. And it was it was excellent, excellent fun. Um, and like I said, we played some great people. I really enjoyed it. And I was very nervous about the event. I thought it was going to go one way or the other. And it was whether it was just blind luck or whether that is an indication of the sorts of people that you get. I don't know if your experience were the same, because we just um, had a great time. I had one game against opponents who I would rather not play again, uh, but every other game was fantastic. Uh, my own opinion is there's, like with a lot of events these days, there was a big power um, gap. There are people near the top tables who are utterly... Uh, utterly mental in terms of their power level. Um, yeah. Able to just dominate um, games. Yeah, what, what, game. Tournament players, basically. Yeah, yeah, tournament players. There are tournament players, and there are players who are um, doing, who, who are there for the fun of it. Yeah. And it's kind of hoping that you get the players who are there for the fun of it and, and not. And uh, it's weird because I suppose it's. It's weird because you don't get a huge amount of people who are there specifically to who, who go out to destroy you. But at the same time, you don't get you've also it's it's kind of a mixed bag, yeah. I think. Um, I it's not like it's not like it's a, it's not like it's um I don't know, trying to think of a tournament name. I can't think of it. It's not like it's an ITC tournament where the, 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 the sole aim is to kick everyone as hard as possible um to to to, to yeah. crush them um and you've got a mixture of people that are attending who are like oh it's a tournament or how old i want to go to that and then you've got the people who are like hardcore tournament players and it's yeah i mean there was no narrative to speak in fact there was no narrative at all no, no. none at all not even the even mildest hint to any kind of story that i was aware of so it was you know that no. kind of set the time it was a but... tournament but it wasn't it wasn't one on who had who who yeah. did, who had the biggest results. It was one on favorite game votes, and that was favorite game and painting was the big favorite big game thing. and painting, and that's and that's I like that. I didn't mind that. That was cool, but you know there were obviously some people there who didn't get that message. Um, I, I only played against one of those lists, but I'm thank thankfully because that was in our first game and it sent us right down. The tables, and then we spent the rest of the thing building up to the last game, which was against more—I wouldn't say credible, <laughs> uh, more hardcore opponents. Um, yeah. uh, so we got to play quite a few games against um, chilled out, chilled out dudes, which was nice. Hang on, let me just find our—I've got a photo of our scorecard here somewhere. Uh, do, 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 do. But I mean, I said I think playing doubles was good as well. I really enjoyed playing double games um, of that size. It was a lot of fun. Because you've got four people there you can have a laugh with. Actually, the other the other good game we had was against those guys who, who had another deep striking army that failed terribly against oh, us. Um, Mark's friends of Mark, weren't they? Yes. Yeah, that was hilarious as well. Oh, um, from uh, Heresy Norfolk. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah cause... So, but the thing is, the, the, the kind of... Um, how you judge a good event i think is if you can remember those kinds of games right because they stand out you know it was like they weren't just a game of normal heresy you know they were good fun games that i can think about now and think oh yeah i remember when that happened and this happened and that's kind of what it's about i think you know yeah. having those kind of shared experiences so. I, I think i'm quite lucky in that i was able to have four amazing games 
and one not so amazing game. Uh, Even the game in which we got absolutely hammered in like three turns was was a lot of fun. Uh, aside from the uh, half hour rules discussion yes. between uh, t- my partner and uh, my, my one of my one of the uh, opponent's players that resulted in um, that had to result in a referee coming over and. Um, uh, 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 reading the rule book himself for about ten minutes and talking to someone else, and, and, I, <laughs> and me and, and me and the other guy just sitting across and going, "I could have just rolled a dice for this." Yeah, I, I I don't ever think rolling a dice is a particularly great way of doing it, particularly when it is that rule way. I kind of think that it, was, in, it, 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 it there is an answer for that, and they found the it right was a we- it was a weird it was a weird thing because like the answer that we got was everyone else came through and they were like, "I would have ruled that the other way." I wouldn't. Have. <laughs> So this was the intervening cover one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, it so was. Yeah. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. So yeah, I would definitely like to go again. I think if we can get a chance, but it's going to be a question of time and money, isn't it? Next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a big thing. But all in all, I, I, I it was well worth. I really enjoyed. And like I so said, having to be able to recall different games, um, is a good thing, you know. So it was all very successful. So July, who's got July? That would be... Uh, Chris, again. Chris, Chris again. Oh, hello. Yeah. So we've got the uh, Ebon Keshig Terminators. Oh, yeah. As I oh, tell, yeah. Mr. B is a, uh, a white adoration of them. All amazing. There is not one rubbish White Scars model. Uh, you say that. No, I mean, really is. Chris, you didn't like this. There's the guy at the back who's spreading the butter on the bread. Uh, I'm not particularly fussed about him, if I'm honest. Um, other than that, I think they're all really good. But yeah, it's just that guy at the back who looks like either he's going to be a, sort of working in Venice, taking you down one of the uh, canals with using his spear as a paddle, or he's got a very large slice of bread that he needs to put some uh, okay. margarine on or something. I, I don't accept this. They're all amazing. Okay, well, I'm, I mean, I'm, you're entitled to your opinion. It's wrong, but you're entitled to it. And that's the main thing. <laughs> the the guy at the front looks great, isn't it? It's a good pose. Yeah, in, the, in that Tartarus army armor. So yeah, good good looking army that. Nicely painted. Yeah, they they look really, they're really nice. Michael well, is right. They're, they're, the 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 scars models are. Yeah. I don't know what the rules are for them. Very nice. Special. Do you want me to find them momentarily? I might be able to get them hands on their rules quickly. I should, I should have, you probably went through this in July, so don't worry about it, mate. It's all good. So the, 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 the raffle thing, you did this, didn't you? The, so yeah, we announced our winner of our first our first raffle, an idea that's caught on throughout the uh, community. Um, and that was Chris Carr. <laughs> Are we claiming to have invented heresy? Yeah, we raffles? totally haven't done that. There were people doing raffles long ago. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just I know. I'm the raffle for one. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I think know. We, I, I think he's having a little, you know, a little bit of jocularization <laughs> with our, with one of our uh, competitors. Uh, competitors? <laughs> Did I say competitors? Associates. Associates. That's I mean, what I meant. Just, it was, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's he's going to be on. Can we this now? <laughs> That's fine. I can cope with it. Okay. The, the, the calendar stands up for me. Um, yeah. So yeah, we did our first raffle, uh, and the winner of that was Chris Carr, and that was for the map and the cufflinks and stuff. So we're gonna try and come up with some cool ideas for the one for this year. Um, so that'd be good. But yeah, yeah, that was good. That was nice to raise a bit of money for charity. So that was lovely. Uh, uh, and I think we've got an idea for this year. Yes, charity work. But yeah, we'll yeah. Talk about that next episode. Um, the 
this is an interesting sentence. I looked at that. I had to look at it about four times, actually. <laughs> Which one? The the doors going LCTB? LCTB plus. LCTB yeah. plus, the Macroid Explorator. And yeah. I thought LCTB so the, plus was you know, like, I, I like, have to a new... Edit, I have to edit this with my wife listening, and she's going to kill us if we, if, we, if we get this, this, if we're not sensible with jokes like that. How, is, how are we not sensible? What's not it's sensible? Not, LCTB. Not Last <laughs> chance to buy. Just oh, last chance to buy, plus. Mike. Yeah, no, no, no. But it I, is. Because I wrote the plus in there. Because it's last chance to buy plus the Macaroid Explorator also ah, going last right. chance to buy and okay. then disappearing. Fair so it, it, no one, there is no uh, connotation. It's just the fact that I wrote it when about five minutes before we started the show. Yes. And I rather than write the word and I just press shift and the plus sign. Very yeah. good. Because I'm lazy. Uh, so Unfortunately, yeah, my wife is a. Um, is well, a, anyway, uh, we're more than I'm. I'm more than welcome to take on take Lindsay's wrath. Uh, that's not a problem at all. <laughs> I'll explain it just down to pure laziness and. Formatting. I think it's more yeah. Graham making the. Okay, it's all on me. Right. Anyway, oh, the doors. Well, the doors I'm gonna, went. I'm play a lot of doors went last chance to buy. The yes. World Eaters doors, fist doors, Death Guard doors, and we're a big fan of the doors. I mean. The, the Forge World doors are basically what's got us, got us through the first year of this. So it's a shame to see them go. Different door. Yeah. But, uh, and the Macroid Explorator, which that really pushed a lot of people's buttons, I think. Yeah, it did, because it just, just, just went from, there, from nowhere, just went, boop, gone. Yeah, yeah, that did definitely annoy a lot of people, because it wasn't really like a long notice period for its demise, was it? No, it was. It was kind of there and gone. People yeah. rushed in and bought loads of them, and it's never to be seen again, which is a shame, because it's a cool, really cool-looking model. It's, yeah, Apparently, it is. It's a, it's a bugger to put together. I've got two of them to build at some point, at some point, and I will get around to it. Oh, yeah, because I remember I was saying it. In the show at that time, that you were not open to selling them, regardless of offers. I'm I remember that. Still not up. open to selling them. Yes, absolutely. even though I've had a few, I, I had a few messages at the time. Yes, offering silly money. Anyway, so that was them gone, which no, caused them. a little bit of again caused some disharmony, and again it could have been managed better. But uh, I yeah. think that's, been the, that's often been the case with the last chance to buy stuff, though, and it's, it doesn't seem to be a lesson that they're necessarily learning. No, is they could put it up in advance saying this is what's going to be going up for last chance to buy next week and yeah. next month, whatever. Yeah, and they could do I like a little um, release schedule gonna, for it. Calendar, you know, they could like say, you know, it'd be nice if they said, right, this is going up for last chance to buy, but we're going to do a uh, another pr- one more print run on it. Um, yeah, so get it while you can, sort of thing. So get it while you can. It'd be nice if they did stuff like that. Uh, they, they they have started doing stuff like that on. Um, GW, you know, made to order. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe they'll um with the new facilities, with the new building, that that'll give them more space and time. Who knows? More staff for a start, I expect. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we also looked uh, for our sort of feature for that that month. Uh, we also looked at the all the HQ choices, including the. Uh, Syria, the centurions and there was the ever timeless joke about the navigator's third eye listen uh, back listen back it's comedy gold which actually reminds me where we had the solar war there was also the pronunciation of a particular planet that also sent us in the classroom tittering well yes <laughs> we can't help it we're chill the, the, we you are and i are children, children this children, is basically what it is absolutely. what we, what what I, I will you know i might spend the time 
if I get I a chance to sit down and go two, through the episodes yes. and find the, the Michael Botterell best bits. You know, if you want to be a straight man in comedy, this is this yeah. is the masterclass. Yeah, and people have said <laughs> this is it. People have come up to me at events and gone, "Does he do it on purpose?" And <laughs> I, you know what, I I can't believe that you do because if you do, then it's, basically it's you, you're wasting a talent. Yes, and clearly. I couldn't let that happen. <laughs> I think it'd be a real shame for you to be wasting comic timing talents, sort of like yes, that. That good, but yes, yeah. the, the Navigator's Third Eye it is a comedy piece of comedy gold, um, not to be confused with uh, Uranus. As, uh, of course, it's just it's, it's the way Jonathan Keeble says it. I mean, if you listen to Solar War, it's mentioned a lot, and there's only so many times you can hear Jonathan Keeble saying Uranus without sort of creasing up every time. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're Graham Mills, of course. I just can't help myself. I'm really sorry. Um, anyway, moving very swiftly on before we you know, disappear in fits of childish laughter. Uh, so August came along. Um, we saw the release of Chapter Master Ralderon, uh, first Captain of the Blood Angels and Liquid Detergent, uh, able to uh, clean the stains yeah. of the galaxy. You've Absolutely. actually bought this bad boy, haven't you? I have indeed bought this bad boy. He's still, sadly, in his box. Oh, oh is that you rummaging around? That's rummaging around, trying to find his box. Um, mm. But yeah, he hasn't been built yet, but yes, I do This I do caused bother, him. didn't it? Again, another slight controversy on this one, specifically... What is that cloth made of that can clean a power sword? Yes. Um, I remember rightly that was the topic yeah. of conversation. Wipe the wipe the blood off. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Um, like, isn't he? You got to fry himself and like yeah. it's yeah. probably turned off. It's, yeah, they do. They're not on all the time. Yes, um, yeah, he's a he's a cool looking model. The the thing that we noticed, especially at this point, and is a lot of similarities between Forge World models. I remember having that conversation. Insofar as his pose isn't actually a million miles away from Sigismund's, much like uh, Sanguinis isn't a million miles away from Korax's either. Very similar yeah. in there. I guess there's only so many things you can do with uh, you know guys in armour of that magnitude. I mean, you wouldn't have a huge amount of range of movement, I wouldn't have thought. But hey, what do I know? Well, they could always have him doing a handstand. Well, that, that'd be uh, unique, uh, wouldn't it? Okay, actually, I don't know if you would have seen it. There is, uh, it was in one of the groups. Uh, so I'm going. You know, can't even escape a tangent on episode zero. In one of the groups on Facebook, uh, someone had done a guy with arms coming out of his. He had arms, and he was doing like a ninja kick in power armor. Oh, I'm nice! Gonna find, I'm going to find okay. it. I'll send it to you. When when was this? It was. Uh, I saw it yesterday. All right. Okay. Fair uh, enough. I'll, let me. I'll try and find it, and uh, okay, I'll send you the photo. But that was power armor or. No, it was in it was a heresy model it was one of the consoles um they're talking about warmongers they were, what's the one with the robots pravian uh, pravian yeah. yes which group was it? it was in the blood angels one of the hairs or the fists one anyway carry on i'll send it to you and we'll okay okay talk about it in, in a few no worries um on this one we also graham campbell joined us um for an episode all about the Alpha Legion, the nefarious Alpha Legion. And we did a list challenge uh, with Graham involved uh, for the Coils of the Hydra list challenge, which unsurprisingly 
Uh, we all voted his was clearly the best, which doesn't surprise us whatsoever. So that was August, a fairly quiet month. Um, September was even more quiet. So yeah, tell us all about was. that, Michael. It was. It was. It was just, uh, there were no releases at all uh, from Forward World. That's uh, that is uh, for, for 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 main Age of Darkness. Uh, you know, thirty k. Probably were some uh, some releases for other stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, all all that really went on as far as we're concerned is uh, Company of Legends two, uh, yes. and that happened, and it uh, it went fairly well. I think we were for some reason we were not all of us were not looking forward to it. There was a lot of kind of pre shenanigan, I think, that, that kind of put us off our stride a little bit. There was a lot of controversy about the uh, naughty list this time, which we hadn't experienced before. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. Which isn't unsurprisingly because people uh, who had been coming to our events, we, we, in this one in particular, I think we got a lot of people who hadn't been before who had you know heard about it and thought actually do you know what i want to give this a go and you know it was very it's different to a lot of how other events are run in a lot of ways um obviously there's some very similar things but there is definitely some differences so that caused some some uh sort of uh, so we have to do a bit of management with that sort of make sure that everybody was okay um and that we weren't sort of upsetting our customers um and i think the other thing was we weren't really sure how it was going to go um we we were definitely a bit apprehensive about this one, to be honest with you. I don't um, know why, but I mean, it, it wasn't. It didn't have the same vibe as March, I don't think. And I think there's some interesting things that we've picked up from it. You know, which is when you have two different kind of sets of people, it's a good thing uh, because otherwise you end up kind of thinking everything's okay. And sometimes some of these things that we do, we probably need to look at. So yeah, we've taken that, a lot I, away from it. I, I, I actually really, I think I preferred September. To March myself personally. Um, I'm, honest, I'm, I'm amazed you're doing one next year at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like <always. laughs> um, I, I really enjoyed it. I think once it got going, it was a good group of lads. I, but then again, we've never had a bad group of lads. Uh, I think the only reason I enjoyed it more was because I wasn't feeling rubbish. I think I felt quite rubbish in March personally. Um, I think I was at my lowest point health wise. Um, but September, I was, I was, I was much, I was much healthier. I was, uh, I was in my, I was in a personally a much you'd, better place. You'd lost a lot of weight by that point, my friend, as well. You'd shifted uh, some. Yeah, I'd shifted some weight, but that wasn't a big thing. I'm not on a diet or anything. I just seem to be very, very, very slowly losing weight. Hmm. Better than putting it on like me. And um, I think the thing with this particular event is there were a couple of. Uh, things that kind of blindsided us lists were really caused us problems you know we had a particular list in that was just flipping crazy if i'm honest around retrospect and that kind of set a really bad tone with everybody and we're not going to have that again i think we've decided as a group that we're not going to we we're going to we're going to put some yeah, restrictions in place uh, so uh, the, the final pack will be going out sometime in the next couple of weeks yeah um, um and with the there are there are restrictions on lists um in terms of what can be taken in terms of allies and lords of war and yeah. th there's nothing uh, banned well per se there's, not, um, there's, not, there's nothing uh, banned but you won't be able to manipulate we to we will get a group of three people walking behind you with bells shouting shame, shame. Yes. Uh, incessantly for the entire weekend yeah. 
I mean, it's hard because think... you don't want to be a person who says, no, you can't bring your toys because your toys are, uh, are really good. I think the problem is we've got in a situation where and it, to do what we need to do, having a fully unrestricted event can, can knack that. And that's the difference. Say, because it relies on an awful lot of balance in the things that we do, and we do do a lot of work in balancing, um, it, it can be derailed a little bit. Um, and it was a tough event to run, I think. This this definitely felt harder because we had to play in this one rather yeah. than just do yeah. the stuff which we're doing yeah. in March. Where there, were, there, were, there, were some in, there were some player absences. Yeah. So that made that that really affected us badly because previously we've had some time in between events to, to prep stuff for the time between games. So people had a better experience. They could understand what was going on a bit better because they had more time to do it. Whereas what's happening is so we were playing and then having to rush and try and rush around and get stuff done, which is never great. So we're going to try and avoid that situation in future. But yeah, it was a, it was a tough one. Um, I think, but you know, we got through it. That's the main thing. And I think there's some very valuable things that we've picked out from that. Okay. Yep. 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 So again, that surprise we're doing it again. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we it's a natural thing for for humans to focus on the bad, um, and not really focus on the huge amount of positive uh, feedback we've had over the last four years when we we're running it. You know, a lot of people have said it's the best but, event they go to. The, it's they want the, really the wonderful thing about that sentence is that it's you saying it. What, what do you mean? Because <laughs> I'm a very negative kind of person, and no, I tend to no, dwell no, no. on the negative. <laughs> so, there was a moment in time where perhaps yeah, you're right, and it was it is you know this is the advantage we have of having a team is that uh, it's true. I mean, you know, it's very easy to read some stuff, and particularly when you've put a lot of time and effort into it, and people go, "Well, I didn't get any of that." What, what, and you're thinking, oh my god, it was so obvious. But when you once you calm down a bit and ha- be a bit adult about it, you realise that actually, if somebody's saying something is not making sense, right. then it's not making sense, right? So yeah. you you've got to do something about it. Yeah. So yeah, Mike, can you record that bit where he just said uh, <laughs> everything he just said, and <laughs> next time he gets narky, we just play it back to him. Yeah, I've I've learned my lesson. Snip it. I'll put it in his ringtone or something next time I see him. Yeah, to be fair, I'm, I'm eternally thankful that I have you two guys around me to uh, just say, look, Graham, you're being a bit of a wombat and stop stop being taking this stuff so personally and you know, take it for what it is, which is people trying to give you some feedback as to positive things that you can change, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, that's the advantage that we have as a team, which is yes, very good. Is. Yep. Okay. Really good. <laughs> It was a dark time. It was a dark <laughs> time. It really was. Uh, well, maybe maybe when we retire, we'll release the unedited version <laughs> of the show. That. That'll but be not, the, not, that'll not be the last. That'll be the last show. Mm-hmm. Okay. October. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> November. No. October. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. Blimey, there was another month. Back to <laughs> Who's this one? Uh, you. Uh, me? Oh, jolly yeah, good. Yeah, <clears throat> I got all the cool stuff. Uh, so we got some uh, first uh, round of the Dark Angels models. We got the very, the very nice uh, Dark Angels Prote- Praetor with the uh, shield and sword and the unnerving similarity to the appearance of my uh, elder brother, uh, but not eldest brother, which 
still in there. <laughs> middle brother. Middle yes. brother, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I've got one of the, the similarity is uh, between him and and the Dark Angels, Praetor is, yeah, it's no, uncanny. it's quite striking. Yeah. It is, and now now the two are uh, sort of connected. They now, <laughs> they now have each other. Uh, we also got the uh, Dark Angels Leviathan, who is another very cool, uh, another very cool Leviathan, um, with the sort of uh, is it the candles. Uh, oh no, it's the um, uh, sort of the arching, isn't it, and things like that to make it more cathedrally. Mm. Yeah, it's very cool. It's a very very cool model. Uh, I think it's the paint job actually that does most of the work, and that the, the angel bit in the front. Yeah. See, very I wasn't nice. keen on the, uh, the the candles, but because the candles are on the oh, one of them's got candles. Is it the contemptor? Contemptor. Contempt has them, um, but yeah, two super cool models got us very excited for the Dark Angels. Yeah, we got the Ruin Storm Brutes, yes, um, yes, which again, I mean, pricey, like this, they are, yeah, that's the thing with them, they're, they're 74 big. pounds for they're, three or whatever. So, yeah. they're big, they're really big. Are they? Yeah, they're on 50 mil bases. So what's that roughly? That's roughly dreadnought half, size. Halfway ah. between it. No, no, it's halfway between a dreadnought and a um, terminator. Okay, bigger than a terminator, a dredge... but not as big as a. Yeah, dreadnoughts oh, yeah. on sixty. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, Very good. Yeah. They're not They're pretty cool, but what's the only ruined storm? What will you know that's on a fifty mil base? Not a lot. Um, Centurions from. Um, 40k? Oh, from old 40k. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Centurions, yeah. Okay. Old, old 40k. <laughs> still, it still exists, you know. Yeah, you know, in my mind, it doesn't. The old game. Do the other one. <laughs> me. <laughs> one where you use last templates. Um, so, yeah, but I, so they were very cool, very. I think the thing with these, a lot of people were like, well, they're a bit too corny. Uh, I'm uh, that's corn for me for me personally I, I think I said it there I think you could do these in terms of a paint scheme that matches any demon except Nurgle yes I, yeah. I, I, they, they're a bit too clean for Nurgle but the, uh, you could do uh, stuff with other models that Forge World sell uh, to do the same brutes for Nurgle for example you could do the pox toad things do you realize that, that, that that's going to be competing with plastic range stuff, right? You, is there a comparable model in the nope. AOS? No, nope, there isn't. Okay, there isn't. Okay. And what is really interesting is these these models do not have rules for 40k or um or, or, or Sigma. Uh, these are pure heresy only. Yeah. And weirdly, okay. the only Ruin Storm release we had. But yes. I guess is it mainly is it? Do you think that is because it's the only gap that isn't currently serviced by plastic? No, there are lots of models yeah. that aren't currently serviced uh, by plastic. Okay, there are lots of models that aren't can't. You, 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 there simply isn't a comparable. Yeah, plastic. They are cool looking things like. Okay, fair enough. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Uh, we've got the uh, Graham's. Uh, one of the, the highlights of Graham's year was the uh, Kazigan uh, assault speeder. Bloody hell. <laughs> Graham's just when the so far as being a speeder that's we, a we definitely missed speeder. some releases here. Have we? Yeah. Like what? Well, 
we we uh, sorry just looking at it uh, looking at what's coming up ahead we've missed out what they go on excuse me what they go on yeah as in the 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 night that they oh i see right i i just went oh i see i think i think because assault speeder (laughs) goes on on something else like thunderhawk (laughs) or something okay 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 okay, yes yeah so at some point graham has missed stuff out it was Chris. He can't take this. He can't take responsibility. We did this in about two minutes before the blooming show started. What do you this expect? I mean, at some it, point in the year, we look, got something that's coming up next. We, 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 this was going to be a twenty-minute show before me and Graham decided that we had <laughs> a bit of time. We might as well make the most of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dragged Michael along for the ride for that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was the kids again, which is very nice. I've probably got that announciation wrong, and I'm sure I know a gentleman that will pull me up on it with some sort of humorous meme uh, as he likes to do. <laughs> I think of a couple who might do that. Yeah, well... Uh, I mean, this is a nonsense piece of kit, isn't it? Flipping with it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's beautiful. <sighs> like, they've got enough what's, already. What's the thing that you dislike about it the most? Outflanking. <laughs> That's what I'm about it the most. <laughs> no, I'm, I am being somewhat playing to the crowd here. Um, it's a cracking idea for a model as well, I think. Um, looks great. You know, Keris assault cannon on it. Brilliant. Who wouldn't do that? With some normal assault cannons on the side. So, hunter killer missiles, auto cannons, rather. Yeah, sorry. Auto cannons and um, hunter killer missiles. It's a f- lovely thing. I will say that right up to the point that it outflanks and blows up my Arcus. Um, actually that would have been too bad because I'd intercept the flipping thing before it had a chance but I think they're great and I think it's good that the white scars have got their own vehicle that is unique to them as well so so tempted to do an army for them maybe I will maybe I will yeah quite possibly so the uh, models that Michael was leading to was at some point this year we haven't made a note for this particular show when it was but we got the Moriaxes and the corresponding weapons were released this month in the Graviton Pulsar and the Moriax Conversion Beamer or Conversion Beam Cannon sorry it has a slightly different name yeah. I like the, the Moriax I think it's a great looking model I haven't seen one in the wild yet um, but they're mechanical only aren't they they can't be used you can't use yeah. them in darkness normal armies yeah, they are Mechanicum. Uh, no, they can be used in knight armies as well. Yeah, I was going to say Questorus knights and Questorus then, so, knight armies. But they're not a compulsory troop choice. So, it's like, uh, so you'd still have to take a normal knight if you were going to do a knight sort of list, and these would be add ons. But they are cool looking things. They say, I think they look infinitely better than the 40k version, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I would definitely get some of those again. Very tempted by them. Just the problem is to use them, I'd have to use a knight list. I'm not. I've got knights, but I've never used I've used them about three times, I think, in the total. So, yeah, there you go. And, of course, um, we decided we were going to do Zone Mortalis for Company of Legends, and I think you may have ordered your massive Zone Mortalis thing, only for it to come out the next week after in plastic. <laughs> we've, got two, so we've got the one that uh, Michael bought from Eurogamer, and we've got the one that I've got. Which, so. we, which we played, actually, and it was great. Yeah, that was that. Sorry? I look forward to hearing about that game. Well, yes, I know what happened anyway, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was great fun. Um, so that was October. The other thing we did was that uh, we finally got round to we were going to do something, weren't we? Podcast army. Yes, <laughs> I got round to podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> Are you ever going to let this go, Graham? Uh, no, I didn't put Garrow Gar- and Loken controversy I've on there because I, I've, I've I'm past it now. Have you? Okay. Yeah. 
I thought you might want to bring it up, so that's why I put it it's on the pointless. Notes. It's pointless. I know I'm right. I know that you're never going to see my point of view, and I'm just going to have to accept that. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm completely wrong. 100% wrong. Couldn't be any more wrong if I tried. Um, but it was a nice idea in paper. I'll, um, I'll go full gammon on this if I have to. You know, I'm not. <laughs> why? Why it doesn't work, and it doesn't work. But anyway, uh, we've decided. I think. Michael's army was the choice, wasn't it? Or was it yours, Chris? No, no it was mine. So Michael. that's so we're going to go with your army choice. We're going to try and build that because what we did was we kind of pulled our uh, collective resources, all the sort of odds and sods that we've got hoofing about in our collections that we're not currently using or haven't got any plans for, and we're going to create this Lunar Balls army from that. So that will be starting probably. I will do that heavy support squad because they're already undercated white. Might be my next project just to give it kick it off. Um, we'll have to obviously have a little bit of a discussion as to who's doing what because we don't have to paint the same thing twice but um i'll try and give that a go certainly in the next uh, couple of weeks and yeah, get that yeah. done so that's going to be fun because i think we are going to try and take it to an event at some point possibly blood and glory but depends on the dates of blood and glory which have been released uh and they're quite early on from our point of view so we should have to see yeah so that was october october um, I think it's me for November and then um, Michael to finish the year. So uh, November, uh, we had um, some cool Blood Angels releases. So we got the Contemptor uh, Incendius. Oh, yeah, I got that one right, which is the one with the uh, flyer bit, which uh, Chris is 50-50 about. Yeah, the jump packy one. Um, I think it's great. I'm 50-50 I'm insofar as I like the jump pack element. I don't like the weapon that he comes with. Okay, right. That's, that's really it. Because he comes with the claw. The claws are strength seven. They're cool at killing big. characters. They're not cool at killing anything that you're going to want to you kill. Yeah, if you want a dreadnought, you want a strength ten, don't you? That's what yeah. we're saying there. Yes, Even strength seven armor bane. But anyway, so that's that. Uh, paint, who flipping put this in? I did, because I thought... <laughs> it's going to be entertaining to hear, me, hear me rattle on about how pointless this is. Hey, I didn't know what order we were going to do this when I did it. But these are things that are important to us, Graham. And these okay. are things that I think, you know, such as... <laughs> <laughs> such as the Cicel Colour red painting handle. Yeah. Mr. B, have you got one yet? Yes. There we go. Does it, does it make you feel happy? Does yeah. it come with added happiness? How many of the 866 models have been on it? <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it's red, 860 of them. <laughs> Not that many. I've just taken a Krieg Quartermaster off it. Okay. Fair enough. So you have got a red painting handle. Goodness me. That's a lovely thing. I mean, yeah. And you can put them in a box of five, no less, for 25 English pounds from Games Workshop. <laughs> box of okay fine you know what i'm fighting a losing battle here people who use them love them i have yet to see the point of them to be fair the color spray stick though that i can kind of see a slight niche wall. um this is that, the thing that, that you've used very well for me personally yeah that i can see that i can actually see value in um and of course this was a monumental month in terms of releases, because uh, somebody else who's a, a sort of a, a, an axe to grind, if you will, a power axe to grind, no less, uh, from Michael's, was the fact that the 
oft overlooked ultramarines did not have their own legion contemptor now we quite uh, facetiously said well just a normal legion contemptor is the ultramarines contemptor because they're that boring they've had two anything else had the relic one they've had the normal one i mean they're basically the same yeah so we've that's been a running joke until up until this point when they actually went to the effort of making one just for michael and he wasn't very happy with it i remember rightly it's no no i love it i love it the model is great it's just it's got a rubbish pose yeah, I I do remember cause it, it got released uh, Blood and Glory, wasn't it? Yes. And we you sent us a message at probably what half ten, ten o'clock I think it was maybe a bit earlier than that with it and on Messenger. It's like oh, okay, he's a he's a happy chappy. Mm, he was over the moon, over the moon. Aside so from what? the fact that it released it at ten o'clock at night when yeah. I'd just been to Warhammer World, so could have sorted out um. So I could have bought two of them that day. Instead, yep. no, I bought two javelins, which uh, I'm not complaining about. I'm not complaining about. It's just if they had released it when I'd had money, um, I would have had two of them already. And what was your main gripe about the pose? It's the feet. He doesn't like the feet. The pose. Is it the, 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 the tufts of 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 uh, grass at the feet that make it look like he's wearing a, 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 a lady of ill repute slippers? Let's let's be quite clear here. That, what sort that, of ladies' room repute do you know that walk around in seventeen slippers? That that pose for a dreadnought is just not good. I, I mean, I pose dreadnoughts awfully, so I can't talk. I can't pose dreadnoughts for Toffee, but that pose is just not. It's just bad. Okay. It's it's it, it can, in comparison, they can do better than that. All right. Well, consider them told. Some people are never happy. I have told told them. Told them on Facebook. Told them on Facebook. You told them straight. And of course, this month was our annual trip to Derby uh, to attend Blood and Glory. Um, Uh, uh, It was our last trip to Derby. Blood and Glory. Yeah. Um, Well, certainly it's it's our last trip to the um, university there, or college or wherever it is, um, for the Roundhouse, because they moved the event. so that was that was cool. Uh, slightly less people this year, but it was in the big hall again, which we liked. Um, again, a very nicely and well-run event, as always. And we got to play against some cool and interesting new people, which is always good. So, yeah, you good guys? fun. Well, I think I had the Salamanders and the Solar, didn't I, in this one? Yes, I did. So, um, And they went really well, actually. They're a good combo. Yeah. Not bad at all. You took your Blood Angels? I took Blood Angels. And uh, they did okay. And Michael, did you lo- lose four out of five games, Michael? Yes. Did. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Yes, okay. The world is right again. Yes, indeed. Everything is right in the world. And that was that was November. Did any of us end up with a w- winning average at the end of the weekend? I think I won more than I lost. I, I ended up with a f- flat-out draw. How could you? It's only, how'd you get a flat out draw? Because you drew one. You drew. I won two, lost two, drew one. Oh, nice, very good. I think I won three and lost two. I think I lost two. Can't remember. I definitely lost one. That was against Mark. Everyone, everyone lost one, and that was against Mark. Apart from Richard Adams, who uh, yeah. might have done the number. But yeah, I think. Um, I think that was it. I think everything else. I think I may have won three. Pos- yeah, three. I think. I don't know. Can't remember. Don't don't track such things. So that was that was November, and uh, good time was had by all, as always. 
And so December, Michael, finishes off. Uh, <coughs> December. Ooh, okay. Well, um, we 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 did one episode in December. We still got a bit of the month to cover, so the stuff happened. So, um, yes. but we'll mention some of it. Basically, we got the um, sabers. Sabers. I, I love these tanks. I love them. They're fantastic. They're so. I've seen one in the flesh now. They're beautiful. They're I, absolutely beautiful models. Love they, them. They are very rule of cool. Mm. That is it. They are. They are. They're rules. They're not the most powerful unit in the world, but I love them. Yeah. They're, and they're, I can definitely, I will definitely be buying some of these. So I'm focusing them on the Death Guard because, as I said, I want to do the armor breakthrough for the Death Guard. But I can't see it. These will have a place in every army that I own. They're just, they're just really nice. I know Graham's not that enamored with them because they're no, quite no, weak sources. They are so rule of cool. You're absolutely right. They look they're spectacular. A, they're they're weak sources as tanks armaments go, but yeah, it's not even less their armor value. That's yeah, that's what I mean. Arm, uh, armor, you know, as an okay, tank right, armor yeah. value. They're a bit weak source, but I just, I just love the design of them. It's, it looks that you'd get them for the coolness of them. I, I've never seen a model that's made me go, I need multiple of these since the Leviathan. Okay. Uh, Sorry. Not oh, well, uh, Ultramarine Contemptors of Dreadnought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the Ultramarine Contemptors of Dreadnought, as lovely it is, it is lovely. Well, apart from the Perticles, um, which were a bit weird. <laughs> um, um, it's not made me go, "Ooh, I have to have," you know, six of them. Um, the Sabers got me going. Yeah, I want six of them. <sighs> I I easily field six of them in an army. Um, that's a huge amount of points um, for what they are. I mean, I think they, you know, you'd get a javelin. I mean, sixty-five points base model. You know, yeah, and this armor, is for my old tank army. In an armor break, seventy-five points, you get a predator. Just yeah. saying. And? <laughs> and? It doesn't and look as look, cool as this. And a deep, they look, deep they look very cool. Probably they do. They do. But there are there are options. There, there are better options. I will, out there. I will absolutely. No there, there are, I there are, make... there are, there are absolutely better options out there, and that's that's not something you know to be dismissed. The the the, the options that you've got out there for this particular, uh, uh, you know, for, for this particular role, they, they they are much better. But they're just so cool. Anyway, yeah. uh, the other thing we had coming out in December were the Dawnbreakers. Yeah, we do. Um, we haven't spoken about them properly yet. We're not going to speak about them properly here. So, so to calm your, to calm your um, mammary glands, um, Chris. No, frankly, I will yes. not calm my calm. mammary glands. Kind of mammary glands. <laughs> we are going to discuss these properly in our next episode. Which we're right here time, now. Which is due to come out in 18, 18 days. So, you know. <laughs> we'll talk about them properly now. You can talk about how much you like them, Chris, but we're not. We're go, we'll go in depth a bit more when they no, later on. Okay. But th- they are actually really nice models. I, I do like them. Lovely. Um, have them in a box next to me. It probably sounds like it'd be ridiculously expensive, but I look at them and I'm thinking, could I use that as a basis for an assault squad? That's ridiculous. One hundred and ten pounds for ten of them. Yeah, uh, a plus you'd have to buy the arms and don't do it. Don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I've bought ten to have one unit of them that are going to replace the ones that I kit bashed. Yeah, but the ones uh, that kit bashed are quite good. Yeah, but these are just beautiful. As and long I, as you, as long as you take the ones that you kit bashed and do something else with them. Yeah, I I might field them both at the same time. But these are. I was thinking about this for um 
for April is not having assault squads because I'm taking Sanguinius Dawnbreakers become troop choices. Yeah. <laughs> and just having two uh, Dawnbreaker squads and Sanguinius. Yeah. That'd pretty much be my entire army. Anyway, we will take about... in April. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. No, we'll speak about them in more in depth. <laughs> just keep saying like, the bloody fire drakes, but anyway. Yeah, but then we're going to we'll have, we'll have nothing on the table in turn one. No, I'll have stuff on the table turn one. Oh, you deep strike turn one, don't you? Anyway, moving on. The big, the, the biggest bit of news we had in December was the fact there's going to be no weekender. But was that in December? Was that not uh, November? It was November. Uh, yeah, November. It was an on December show. There's no weekender next year. Um, Ford World. Uh, got other stuff going on i think it's it's sort of quite clear they're in a transition period as they wait for the new building to be available um but no weekender but we are getting regular warhammer community articles and we've had previews of a couple of units um the uh, angels tears and i can't remember what that other tank is called we had the dark angels um yeah, the, oh the dark angels yeah uh, destroyer squad Burner guys Pazza yeah Burner? yeah it was and, and then the, and the, the into great into something. Yeah, they sound primarily, <laughs> to be honest. Um, Man's obsessed. Yeah. Mm. No, they do sound like a primaris unit. That, I will say that they do sound like a primaris unit. The um, um, yes, you're right. No weekend and no heresy event either in the, on the calendar of Warhammer world. Well, they've got uh, Titanicus. Not the same. Uh, but yeah, we've got we've got a previews of a few new units. We know Book Nine is coming next year. Well, next year, this year, this year, yeah. 2019. I remembered like it was just last week. And there we go. That's that's what you come for, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that right there. Right yeah, there. next next this year we will have uh, Crusade Book Nine, and all legions will have been uh, will have been covered in some, you know, for the most part, and a couple twice. Mm. Um, this is going to be Night Lords and... Night Lords Dark and Dark Angels. Uh, I think a lot of people are hoping for the Atramentar, um, which doesn't even make any sense, but... Uh, what? When? Where? Atramentar. Basically, the the um, the the Night Lords Council of Senior Officers... Um, some people there's a there's sort of like a, a split that some people think the Atramentar are a specialist Terminator unit, but it's been said many a times by people at at Forge World, no Atramentar is just a rank. I think I think we can safely assume they'll get a specialist Terminator unit because I think so because they, they want a specialist Terminator unit. Yes. Really, well, Terminators. Half no, Imperial Fistos. Imperial Fist don't. No, we don't. But we no, get, get yeah, three plus in one instead. Mm. <laughs> Shock. Yeah, the, the United Lords will get something nice, um, possibly a refresh of their rules. We don't know, but it'll be nice to see. I, I do hope they get some some new units. I wonder uh, if we'll get updated rules for curs. Possibly, but this will be the first time that yeah. we see uh, a legion be featured. You know, after a few years. I mean, because the word bearers were featured in book. Um, book five, not too many years after they were featured in, was it book three? They were in? Two, or two, three? Or three. two or three, two or three, yeah. So it's uh, a couple, it wasn't that been, many books, but it, it was, a, yeah. Who? Word bearers. Uh, I'm just trying to think, Imperial, I'm trying to think who's in book three because the fists are in book three. I don't think they've told me the word fists bearers. and the iron warriors are in book three, yeah. Speaking of which, we did an episode on Imperial Fists, so now we've got yeah. a 
years worth of head to head to see who will be triumphant in terms of the number of views. <laughs> yeah, which will become which will become our, our will the Imperial Fists equal the Iron Warriors and become a highly rated show because that Imperial Fist show it gets downloaded every week. Yes. Someone goes in and downloads that show. Yeah. The Iron I'm Warriors. Graham. <laughs> it's my special bot that's going off and doing that just for that very purpose. Um, you know, your fact it's still you know it's been how many? It's been a, a, what a year and a half. It's I think it's been longer than that. How long have you been doing this show, Chris? Two years. Uh, November before last. So, yeah, no, yeah, two years, two years must be. Yeah, so it's it's, it's been three years glorious, haven't we? It's been quite some time, yeah. and it's still getting upwards of uh two hundred downloads a month. Ridiculous. And it's like, how? Pure class. Why? Pure exactly, Michael. How and why? Because you know, it's it, like... everything you need to know about the Iron Warriors is encapsulated in that episode. Garbage. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that was that was pretty much the year. Although there are notable gaps in there, um, but we did put this show together on the fly. So, just, just okay, so to... our voice. That's really what it was. Yeah. yeah. To sum up. Where are we compared to last year? I mean, are we yes. happy? Are we sad? Are we meh? Yeah. So how, how are, are we, are we happy, sad or meh? Mm. So I'll start with that. I'm happy, but probably not because of Forge World, if that makes any sense. So I think that the state of the local heresy scene, if it, and if this is reflected across the country, it'd be spectacular. I'm not sure it is has grown this year it's much more it's much stronger this year than it was last year so there's we've had a, a sort of four five six new people come in um to the sort of heresy scene in the northeast um which has been great so we've been doing demo games and stuff and um, we've also so many in fact so that's why we've done the um evening once a month the battle bunker just to get everybody together and that's been the first two episodes of two episodes two uh Evenings of that have been very successful. So there's a definite people really want to get into this hobby, I think, which is great. Um, I just, you know, it's, it's had a bit of a shot in the arm from the latest book. People are still coming this way, right? So that's a good thing. Yeah. It's not dying, as people said it was. So I'm quite happy with that. But I don't know whether that is due, due to anything specific that's been done to um, encourage the hobby, uh, a sort of Games Workshop Forge World level. Um, which I think is what a lot of people are kind of complaining about. But I'm not ha- sad because I don't think it's it's definitely not dying on the vine. I mean, events are still very popular, um, still sell out very quickly, and there's still a lot of them. So that's a really good local community that's keeping this game alive. Um, it's not local community, but, you know, countrywide, worldwide, whatever community. Yeah. But we've seen some things change, haven't we? For example, you know, some of the podcasts that we've... Um, been with aren't here anymore or at least don't seem to be here anymore sons of um horror her- 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 sons of heresy uh geno 52 now do all gaming systems don't they yeah um, not just heresy so you know people think, are moving to different things there are more i mean there are a lot of heresy podcasts god there are a lot yeah yeah that's there's no choice yeah. about it i don't know how they compare to the 40k podcast how many of those there are but um, oh there are tons of 40k podcasts uh, since we found out that there are lots of uh, middle earth ones we gave up on that game didn't we so yeah that's already that's already oh no no i've got my i've got my army ready for that graham we, we're doing that at some point yeah okay uh, i've got i've got some actually i've got some elves on the way for, for, uh, yeah, that's true. um but yeah am i happy or sad so i think I, i'm pretty happy with the state of heresy 
um, if I'm honest with you. But like I said, it's it's because it's kind of a local community thing. Um, plenty of people playing, lots of interesting conversations. Lots of, the events are still cool. They're still fun. They're still a really good set of ca- set of people. There's a good camaraderie when we go to events. And it's always nice to sort of meet people and chat. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy with it as a hobby. Happy doing the podcast and the events. So, all good. What about you guys? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, I think I think the scene has um, it's got over the bump. I think we had two years of a lot of uncertainty about what was going on, what was happening, and now we're we've got the next, we've got the book out, eight out of the way, which had become this light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. It's also a bit of a you know double-edged sword for people in their minds, but we got it. It's a good book. We're now eagerly anticipating book nine. We're already talking about book 10 at the same time. So I think we can, you know, we had a, a two years where the game just went, just took a little breather, had to sort of console itself out. Um, but I think it's, I think it's encouraging. I think we keep, we see new faces all the time when we go to different events. Yes, we do. That is true. That yeah. is true. It's not just the same people, is it? It's different people. We, still, you know, we see some of the same people, but we still see... Which Make is nice. Yeah. yeah, it's nice to meet new people, um, sort of hear their stories and how they got into it and stuff. Um, but no, I think it's I think we're in a good place. I think it's going to be exciting. Twenty twenty, mm. dark out. Um, we've got all the stuff going on with Black Library books, uh, with the Siege of Terror stuff like that. So, no, I think I think we can look forward to a good year. Hopefully, um, I certainly am. But yeah. Gotcha. And yourself, Mr. B? Uh, I think if you'd asked this question three months ago, it would have been a little bit negative. I, I think I would have been a little bit negative three months ago. I would have, I, I would have, I would have thought that, you know, we're we're not doing so great. I would have thought that things are tapering off. It doesn't seem like GW are interested um, in in the, in the game, and things are not going so great. But these last three months, I, I'm going to have to be honest, these last three months have been amazing in this hobby for this game. Um, we have had a bunch of releases um, that have have really changed. I mean, those Dark Angels releases, um, you, you know, your, your, your Knights for your, your Mechanicum and stuff coming out of left field, stuff that we didn't know about that have, that have been that are really, really nice, like the, the Sabres. And Dawnbreakers and GW sort of set coming out and saying, well, in their articles saying there's not going to be a weekend next year, boo hiss, but we're actually going to be doing more content. And so far, they seem to be following that through. Um, you know, we seem to be getting content on, um, on, on, you know, we haven't had much in the way of content on um, Warhammer TV yet, um, but obviously that stuff's probably planned quite some in advance. Um, but we have had. We, we certainly had Warhammer community content where they have introduced new models. They've spoken about the future of the game a lot more. You know, the, 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 there seems to be a general consensus of we're going forward yeah. um, with this yeah. game. Um, yeah. But I'm not entirely ready to sort of sit down and say, yeah, things are great. Uh, I'm still sort of on the, you know, what could something go wrong? Uh and yeah, it could go wrong. We could get something 
rarely at all. Um, but I am, generally speaking, rather confident. But I think, in terms of the hobby in general, and this isn't just this isn't just heresy. I think I feel a lot better about the hobby at the minute, in general. Yeah, I think yeah, that. Yeah. I think it's in a better in place that, than it was last year. I do think yeah, that. We're still in that golden age. I'll tell you what's interesting, actually, talking of, sort of this year as opposed to last year. All the we've had quite you know a reasonable amount of four drive releases this year. And there hasn't been other than sort of Sanguinius at a funny angle, there hasn't been a model that people have gone, nope, burn it. Like with the like um, we had last the, year with the the, the space walls. Yeah, yeah no, I'd agree with that. I think that I think most of the models that we've had have been universally loved. Uh, well, not necessarily loved, but, you know, they've gone down a lot better. Yeah, than, I mean, and than... some of the sculpts have been absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm sitting here staring at that Dark Angels Praetor still. Because oh, yeah, yeah. Great. Didn't you order two of them? I did, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yes, it's, 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 there's, there's, there's a lot of positive, positive stuff coming coming in the future uh i feel uh with book nine on the horizon um and we've just got to wait and see how uh how it plays i mean apparently yeah. there's been some internal changes at forge world uh in terms of who who was in charge of the heresy um and and what purview that falls under so that that clearly something is is, is coming through something has changed at gw in the past couple of months for the heresy mm. and it feels like they they are taking it more seriously now, whereas I think I think up until you know towards the end of this year, it was hard to say that GW cared about heresy. Yeah, I mean it's it's funny, isn't it? I mean this is the thing is we know that it's a niche within a niche, right? But it's still got a very very well supported community, you know. And that heresy hashtag heresy is dead has been it's been going around for about three years. So it's clear it's not dead, is it? Um, so you know, eighth edition didn't finish <coughs> off. It's and we're getting new players in. This is the, the main thing that thing always makes me laugh is that when any Forge World release comes out, so yeah. you, I sort of a lot of it on the Dawnbreaker stuff because it's blood related. This oh, yeah, release yeah. rules for this for forty k. It's like why, why, why do yeah. there need to be rules for it for forty k? Yeah. Oh, your sales are triple. Who cares? They don't care. Clearly, it doesn't have a place in forty k. If they want to give them rules in 40k, I mean, I personally have no issue with that. Um, but that's down to the 40k rules writers. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty what they're saying. But I mean, just... you know, it's it would be interesting to see what happens next. So on that kind of subject, I suppose. But you're absolutely right. Every time anything comes out, there's always a lot of naysayers. I don't know why people get off on this stuff, but clearly they do. But, you know, we just have to kind of say, actually, do you know what? It really isn't. And a lot of people are quite, um, you know, quick to point out that, that you know, it's got a fantastic community. It's got really well-supported events across the country that run pretty much every weekend for a year. There's lots of really cool things. There's a thousand and one podcasts. There's, you know, a million blogs. There's a, you know, a billion flipping Facebook pages. So it's not anything like that. So I think that, I mean, that these there are, are There are aspects of the community which aren't, uh, aren't amazing. We, we shouldn't deny that. No, no, it's absolutely. I don't, right. but all, that's, all communities are these days. There's always certain aspects of it, regardless, isn't it? Whatever but, you do. But for the most part, it is a really good community to be part of. 
Yeah, I think that's part of its appeal, to be honest with you as well. Is I mean, uh, people have come up to us, you know, when we've introduced people to the games and, you know, and said, you know, it's it's very welcoming, it's very inclusive, it's, you know, we go out of our way to encourage people to play because we, we have to, to be honest with you. You know, we want to make people enjoy this game and, and uh, understand it and get to grip with a myriad of different rules because we want to have, you know, games against cool new people. So, yeah. Yeah, anyway... Definitely. Next year, so what would you want to see? What's your wish list, if you like, if you could have a magic ball and think, oh, I hope that happens in the next 12 months. What, what would that be? So I'll start to give you a kickoff, I suppose. Mine would be, I want to see another FAQ. I really do. Um, you know, just some of these flipping awkward grey areas just need to be gone from the rules. You know, there's the things that keep coming up all the time and just, you know, interpretations and just, Somebody just write them properly and just put these things to bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? The flipping, getting out of the vehicles thing. That was that was the one this year, wasn't it? Um, you know, can you score if you're inside a vehicle? No, but then why does it have this rule that you think, actually, when you look at it, you could understand why people may think it is. Just clarify it one way or the other. The flipping annoyance that is the fire raptor and its turrets that shoot forward. Just clarify these things because they just bug the hell out of people. They cause unnecessary flipping hardship, I think. And you could just easily put them in an you know, FAQ, take 10 minutes to say, you know, no, it can't shoot straight your head, or yes, it can. Yeah. Look at the rule book. You know, those kinds of things, it feels on the outside like it wouldn't require a lot of effort, right? But I don't know, maybe it does. I don't know how the wheels of Games Workshop and Forge World work to actually put together an FAQ, you know, what sort of checks and balances need to be, you know, put in place. It's not just a question of somebody banging it out in a lunchtime, is it? No, no. It's got to be well it's got to be well thought out because you don't want someone you don't want someone just doing something and then all suddenly actually that faq completely breaks the game like the orrery scanner um yeah absolutely but if you if you think about it okay heresy has has one faq in two 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 faqs okay how many changes eighth gone through in that point and that's another thing and that was supposed to be the blooming Different yep. design studio. God, yeah. God, God send to all gaming systems with that, eighth edition. That's a different design studio, and that's no, and no, no. And that but game what? is designed as a living edition. So yeah. It's not designed as a um. This is the this is the be all and end all. It is designed to change. Yeah, from the uh, ground yeah. up, it's it, from the ground up. It's designed to change because they don't put points in like they do in AOS as well. So there is a it gives them. Oh, they a do, lot they more do have points in the codexes, but they change them every. Oh uh, yeah. So, but I think but, you're right, Mike. But it's, 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 a, it's a more stable, but we have a more stable rule set yes. that only needs tweaks here and there. It doesn't need things. To, it doesn't ever need big changes. No, agreed. You know, th- there aren't massive glaring problems in it. That, yeah. That you think that you, you know, you go to play a game and you think, Oh God, I hope this doesn't come up other than getting out of the vehicle. Yeah. Um, so but, what about you, Chris? Uh, I'd like to see the custodians get an assault vehicle. It won't happen. But I can always dream, can't I? <laughs> Isn't the Orion? <laughs> yes, yes, it is, Graham. It's also 600 <laughs> points and 300 pounds to buy <clears throat> and takes six models. So uh, any yeah. other questions? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that, no, is, that is a glaring oversight, it. isn't it? Oh, I, don't, I can't. And uh, 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 Yeah, anyway. Mm. Uh, so that'd be nice. Uh, it's not going to happen, but it'd be nice. Uh, also, I'd like them not to be in book nine. Uh, or 10. Um, what, what if they're in book nine, but cheaper? 
No, do you know what? I wouldn't because then I feel sorry for the suckers that had to buy book eight, seven, and eight. Oh, eight and, <laughs> seven, eight and, and nine. Oh, we've got to correct <laughs> the things we did wrong again. So, here we go buy another book. It comes around to 10. Oh, yeah, can you imagine? Um, 20 point, 220 pounds <laughs> on books just to get one army right. One army right. Oh, yeah, we're going to take out the plasma weapon that doesn't have a model. Uh, okay, yeah. adrocyte. Uh, oh yes, it is. Yeah, I do apologise. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, here's this gun that doesn't have a model, doesn't have an alignment, but it's still in there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, brilliant. Good stuff. I'd, I, I just, I'd, I, if if I was going to say anything for custodies, I'd love to see another variant on the palace. <sighs> yeah, I, 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 I wonder if their time has come and gone. What the palace? Sculpt model wise, uh, oh, custodies right. in general. Fair enough. I think that's it. No more. Uh, I would think. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me, at I mean, least no, not for, not, I, I, not until I, I, we get to uh, see um, yeah war in the no, world. I, I don't think so, and the reason I don't think so is because they are very very popular in forty k. Yeah, yeah they but... get models. They'll be they'll be they'll be designed primarily for the forty k audience, but I can't see them not giving stuff to the thirty k at the same time. Yeah. I mean, they might, but mm-hmm. um, very good. Yeah, pretty much pretty much everything they've got got available for um for 30k is now in uh in 40k as well so yeah i don't think if there's anything else i'd really i really want for the year uh sort of out of the hobby don't it really nothing nothing really springs to mind that's no that's you know hopefully we'll have a good couple of events hopefully we'll go to some cool events meet some new cool people you know yeah well, well, that's, that's a new, new event for us. I'm not going to the mine. Yeah, we're going to the one in Eastley. See some yeah. some of the usual friends. Meet some new friends, hopefully. So yeah. that'd be nice. But yeah, yeah, just you know, Very nothing good. too major. What about you, Michael? Um, same as last year, actually. It's guitar. <laughs> okay, right. They're yeah. in the fluff. They should be in the. <laughs> they're in they're... the fluff. They exist. They're fine. They should be there. I, they know what, I feel more confident about this. Maybe not this oh, year. Maybe that, next okay. year. But um, but Andy Hoare at Warhammer Fest said when I when the when the question was asked, will we ever get a Skatari in in thirty k? He said, well, they existed. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they came along. They're so, they're in the same box as the Atomatic Pavesi and the. Well, the uh, thing is, they don't need models. They don't need models. You can just use the forty k stuff because actually, for the most part, it it already existed. I would like to see the Atomatic Pavesi. Yes. Whatever it is, that's that's what I'd like to see. Bring just to see, model. just to see what the community does when that oh, turns up. <laughs> just, to just, just, just bring us that model because that would actually be a great. Uh, the um, model that we saw two years ago. I think it's not heard Dera, of since. Yeah, I mean, it would probably reinvent or reinvent. Actually, the Derrida weapons—that was another thing, wasn't it? Complete. Oh yeah, yeah we had the new... weapons. Uh, oh, maybe, yeah. the, but the, the automatic Pavesi makes a few of those sold. That's the one that, that, that again. That's another thing that came out of left field. Yeah, um, no clue about giving that me the, yeah. giving me the confidence. I was thinking yeah. about them and I never even really mentioned them. But yeah, yeah, automatic pavés um, would be nice to see because okay. I, I can think of uses for that. Sure. So in summary, in terms of sort of happy sad uh, meh, we're we're more on the happy side than we are on the sad or meh side. Yeah, as a whole. And in terms of things we're looking forward to, FAQ, a custodies assault vehicle, and. The automatic pervasive. We've seen two of those three. We'll be happy. Skitari. And Skitari. Let's not yet. Yeah, uh, okay. Skitari. So be more important. Let's work. let's put it down now. How many of those things 
do we think we will see in 2020? I've got a number in mind. <laughs> I think what the FAQ other... will be here because <laughs> I think an FAQ will will be yeah, like because I think yeah. they did an FAQ before they did book book nine, didn't they? Book eight. Okay, book eight. I think we will get Skitari. Well, I, I'm pretty confident we'll get Skitari. Whether we get them this year, I don't think so. Um, not unless they include them in the dark. The dark Mechanicum. Uh, Mechanicum. Mechanicum. But that's book ten, isn't it? Yeah. No, no, that's book. Um, that's book nine. Is it, I thought they were taken out. No, no. Yeah. Well, not that we know of yet. Not that oh. we know of yet. At, right. at Warhammer Fest and forward, quite clear. That the um the 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 dark Mechanicum are in um book book nine at that point they were in book nine and think about it most <laughs> most books have at least three armies in them okay. i'm pretty sure i've read somewhere that they weren't in book nine not on a um not on, a, not, on a, mm. not on an official post well if anybody knows more than that let us know yeah, because not i'm, I'm, I'm post, with chris i thought that this was definitely a not on but if andy horse said actually it's a possibility and you're right there's usually three armies no no he didn't say it was a possibility he said they were in there because okay. he went on to talk about how the dark mechanicum won't be specifically um traitor they'll actually be simply the mechanicum who've gone off on a completely different tangent from every other mechanicum uh, you know the stand mechanicum and there'll be experiment with all sorts and you'll be able to use dark mechanicum as um as loyalists as well because the loyalists might go well hang on wait a minute these uh these traitors are experimenting with um with this with this um advanced technology uh maybe we can have a player play around with that you'll have flipping ultramarine summoning demons next they can yeah with an <laughs> but no no they, they, it was sort of like the, the 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 loyalists uh the loyalist mechanicum would be sort of turning to forbidden technology to try and beat their the dark brethren, the you know the the heretic brethren. Does that does that make any sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I don't necessarily agree with it, but it makes sense. Yeah. But that that's sort of what they were justifying it as when and justify the means. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that's three armies that we know of. Maybe Skatari could get into the Dark Mechanicum because from the way he was talking, and this is just my interpretation, there won't be a lot of units with. Um, with Dark Mechanicum. Gotcha. It'll be more Rule different seven. ways to use Mechanicum. Yeah. But that was my interpretation, so I could be talking absolute nonsense. Okay, well, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so shall we close up and uh, head off? Uh, oh, so, heavens. Yes, yeah. let's do that. It's right off into the sunset. Mm. On our jet speeders. Custodies <laughs> jet bikes. <laughs> <laughs> There are assault vehicles. This is going. This is going to go back some years in terms of memes, but uh, jet ski was it jet, jet ski Steve or? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no, no idea. Sorry. It, it was it was a Simon Pegg concept for a film. It, it was a it was a jet ski jet ski Dan or something. Again, okay. Hey, no, a massive you your pills. <laughs> no, yeah. no clue. Okay. Anyway, let's call it a day. So, so that concludes our ramble about the last 12 months and the things we're looking forward to in the upcoming 12 months and the 
just oh, we didn't discuss what we want for the next decade like everyone else seems to be doing so maybe we'll have to do that bring that up at some point, point yes. when we're in year 12 and uh, year 12 of episode zero yes. uh things we missed from the last decade uh right so uh, if you would like to leave us some reviews on itunes follow us on facebook twitter instagram youtube links are all in the show notes um and we're always very grateful if you'd like to give our facebook page a like it brightens graham's uh, existence up immeasurably no way out exactly like a little light light bulb of joy it is it it is Uh, and also if you know tell us we're doing terrible things then feel free to email us because you know that's the only way to accept criticism Uh, so if you want to get in touch with us feedback at (laughs) roadtoterror.com Uh, if you want to get in touch with us obviously you can post on our facebook wall you can send us a message on facebook or you can email us at the rush at edge of empire.co.uk uh, if you want to help out the show we have an affiliate link with audible so you can sign up to get your horror series audiobooks through them uh, you get a month's free trial and then after that 7.99 a month for an audiobook which is pretty good considering some of them about 30 40 pounds ago mm-hmm. there's other stuff on there as well but yeah the back library books are pretty all good uh, you can also become a patron of the show uh, and pop a couple of dollars, pounds, rubles, shekels, uh, shekels yen, rupees. Oh, okay. Oh, all right then. Uh, okay. A <laughs> couple of dollars then, if you want to. I'm boring. Uh, for which we'll, if you're, that'd be yes. very kind and we'll always be grateful for yes. any help. Just- just a little tip of the old hat, just to yeah. keep us the lights on in the show. Isn't yeah, it? So. yeah, exactly. Uh, you can also help us out by going through the uh, Element Games advert on our website. Uh, we get about 0.64 pence for every uh, time someone travels through. I believe it is some mm. immeasurable figure that. Yeah, you no, need only to get able... it when they order something. Oh, oh, was it? oh okay. So probably. 0.64 pence when someone orders something. Yeah, so. so. That residual's not paying out anytime soon. <laughs> we might get a pot of paint some point in 2020. Well, we've, given, we've given up on the coffee. Yeah, because coffee's I got did, expensive. No, it, it did help to pay the um to pay the uh, hosting fees last month. Oh, cool. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, there we covered, are. It helped cover the hosting fees last month. So, very cool. Lovely. Uh, in the episode later on this month, we're going to be talking about Zoe Mortalis, all the rules. Uh, and things like that which will be exciting mm. uh so that i suppose brings an end to uh end to the show and the start of our fourth year goodness scary stuff that is um just to reiterate that point if you do want to get in contact with the show please do we would love to hear people's feedback and if you've got any questions specifically about rules or anything like that or um that kind of shenanigans playing the game whatever give us uh, give us some feedback we'd love to hear from it and we can probably include it in the show in the future we yep. are due back. We've got sort of listed provisionally recording to release on the 20th of, uh, of January. I've got listed yeah. down. Um, sure. So that would be, is that definitely the 20th? I haven't. 20th I haven't, Monday. Yeah. yeah, 20th. Yeah. So look, look, yeah. releasing on the 20th of January is our, is kind of the plan at the minute. It's so a January good. episode. January episode. Okay. Ooh. Exciting stuff. Very good. Right. <laughs> So that just leaves us to say goodbye and um, thank you all for listening. Uh, have a great new year if you haven't had one already. And uh, we shall see you in a few weeks. <laughs> have a great new year. We're recording this on the second. Well, you know, <laughs> it's still be reveling. Well, we might it's a bank holiday in Scotland. 
we might have an audience in Persia or e- Ethiopia. And well, they, they celebrate, celebrate New Year at different times. Yes, they do. Okay. Fair enough. I'd, okay. I want to see the <laughs> Ethiopian download numbers. Okay. As good as the uh, not as good as uh, you Ukrainian ones. Anyway, come on, guys. Let's call it a day because people are probably thinking, what are these flipping idiots talking about now? Yeah. So, they're well aware of that. Let's be honest. They got this far. They got this far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good point. Um, so, yes, we shall speak to you all next month. So, have a great uh, January and uh, <laughs> firm good night for me. Two weeks. Yes. <laughs> Take care, everybody. We'll speak to you in a couple of weeks. And yes, hope you all enjoyed New Year and, of course, Christmas. Indeed. Night night. <laughs>